stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Wiggle, 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 yeah. wiggle. I'm not yeah. going to lie. My head hurts a little bit from that wiggle. <laughs> the, the wiggle. I was like, when I forgot, I did the wiggle. So then when Bob was like, do you want to do your wiggle? I was like, my what? Oh, my shake it out. I my shake it out. Shake it out. Oh, shake I it got out, the wrong thing. Yeah. It's called my shake it out. <laughs> like, I'm a, like, I'm a, like I'm a wet dog. <laughs> shake it out. Shake it out. Dry off. Um. Yeah. And as I was doing it, I was like, oh, that hurts my head. Well, I got brain drugs. Yeah. I got all sorts of brain drugs. I hurted myself to shake it out. For you people. We suffer for you. This is what we do for you. You're welcome. God. Internet. She sits in front of a microphone and shakes her head around too quickly. <laughs> and then it hurts. Yeah. It hurts her head. I got an ouchie. I got a head owie. Yeah, it's fine now. It doesn't hurt anymore. And you sing a great song afterward, too. It was too. a good song. Everybody oh, wins. I worked song. real hard on that. Where's my Grammy? Bitches. Um, up my butt. Oh. And I don't want to like like really up like there, really like, like really up there like spelunking in uh, there. you got to put on like, one of those headlamps like it does not see sunlight like no. gloves and a headlamp there's a canary in there it might be dead oh it's definitely oh, dead it's, oh, it's <laughs> totally dead it's definitely dead uh maybe welcome you know what? to booze and butt canaries <laughs> i'm just gonna hold I'm out engineer bob <laughs> on the uh, i'm not gonna get my grammy you can have it all right i i i do have it your butt you I, can continue to have it forever yeah, I, <laughs> your digestive tract can totally have my grammy it's gonna break down the gold plating you're just gonna, I'm gonna shit poop gold, gold. <laughs> that's what i say when i do this podcast I've just wait till i poop gold it's like the midas touch but you have the midas butt <laughs> the midas butt just the Midas butt. Everything you poop. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is the Booze and Brews podcast. Woo. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. And we drink thematically appropriate beers. And guess what? We got both of those for you today. Yeah. And I'm like halfway through this beer right now. More talk of butts and nipples, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, we did start with pooping. I know. It's Nipplegate related. continues, by the way. I'm going to keep this Nipplegate going. going to keep it going. <laughs> We're going to be like two years deep yeah. into this podcast and still going to be yes, talking but about, what about nips. nipple belts. It's nipples all the way down but at nips, this point, man. Just <laughs> nipsy nipples. Nipsies. Nipsies. Um... So yeah, yeah. Th- I'm sipping on my beer already. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, you are good. I was hate it. told. So I was told, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah, so because I, I have not even tried this beer yet. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Bob, this is the part of the show where I get my where, video camera where out. Bob pulls out his Bob phone. Bob literally records every time I, Melissa drinks an IPA, and then I have seen him watch them back on a loop and laugh he, at his enter- wife's discomfort. Yeah. Like an entertainment like Bob. a sociopath. He just sits there and giggles as his wife goes, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I was going to defend it. it. I just can't. Like, <laughs> nothing. You got nothing for I know that. who I, I am. Well, shit, when you put it that way, I guess right. you're totally right. Well, right. guess what? Uh, we're going to make a new one. Hold on. I got to J- put on just- my... Uh, just for me to cool enjoy. Shades. Oh, that's right. She got to put on her cool, cool shades. Yeah, so she's she putting put on, on my mirrored aviators. She's she looks like a police badass. officer. I do. She looks badass. I can't see a friggin' thing, but. All right, well, now right. you got to pick up a beer. Okay. And, well, at least uh, I can see the beer. Okay, well, l- let's see what happens. All right, we're going to. So she's now picked it up. Oh, look play real by cool. play. Yep, she's going to look like a cool dude. Oh, God, it stinks. It smells delicious, is what it smells like. Oh, it's fruity, a little bit of pine. Oh, man. I'm not going to like that. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, tastes it's like sweeter candy. Than 
Oh my god, it was terrible. <laughs> she looks like she might vomit. She's like making the I'm trying to swallow vomit face. Ah! I'm like shaking my hands and like that little kid. I don't like it. Gesture. Yeah, she's like she's like waving her hands in front oh. of her face. Like she she Ooh. has to get more air in because otherwise she's going to vomit. Ooh, that was 100% not what I was expecting. This is an award winning beer, you yes. butthead. It is an award winning beer. It's good. Why don't for you go what? Get- Shittiest beer? No, for best IPA. Yeah, for some I wrote. Well, you can go get the one that I'm not allowed to have. Yeah. Well, are you going to go do that? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, because this, this morning we uh, we went to the uh, BevMo. The beverages and more. Beverages, beverages and, and more. more. Hey, sponsor us, BevMo. Yeah, yeah feel hey, free. Hey, and Vendome. We give yeah. you all the goddamn money. Yeah. And, and so she was buying her beer, and she was pretty sure she wasn't going to like it. So she went and she bought a Saison, which she knew she was going to like. And then I told her I wanted one, and she said no. I couldn't have any. <laughs> I told them it was on the, the can. None for Bob. None for yeah. Bob. And I said she misread it. It says one for Bob. <laughs> and she, Bob. she maintains... Yeah. Ooh, she second like sip it. was not not any better. Any better? Second, okay. Second, same as the first. Yeah, a little second bit verse. A little bit worse. Same as the first. Yeah. Well, you can feel free to go get one of your beers, and then we can we can maybe start some stories. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll do yeah, talk amongst yourselves, I guess. All right. Okay. And look, just think now you guys got now we get more beer for us. Extra beer. Everybody wins, but mostly me. Is this a domain free domain? It's probably not public domain. We probably. All right. Uh, I yeah. I'm gonna then I'm gonna add one extra downbeat in like Vanilla Ice, and then yeah. it's a whole new song. Do 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 do. Yeah, exactly. It's a totally different song now. Yeah. Under pressure. Um. All right. She's now got a beer that he is more to her liking. Yeah. One. Oh, it comes in a fancy can. Fancy can. It's got it, pinstriping it's a on peach it. Peach saison. It's, it's the color of a peach snapple. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, that looks like a beer I would not enjoy. No, yeah. which is why I bought it. Cause none for you, and none for you. But maybe one for me. No. But maybe one for me. Uh, yeah. I'm not even gonna tell you about this beer because it doesn't have anything to do with it anybody's story. It's not gonna do with the stories. No. No. Speaking Y'all of stories. Speaking of stories. I'm first, and first. I'm excited because. Uh, it's like a behind the scenes thing, I think. But since I think episode three, I've been trying to get us to do haunted, haunted caves, caves because which found- is longer than haunted trains, which yes. is why you're never going to get it. Bob. Um, um, it's ghost trains. One <laughs> rate review, subscribe. The more reviews we get, the closer I get to ghost trains. I think we're up to like 15 or 16, 16. now. Yeah. I need more ghost train reviews. You guys. Yeah. Thank no. you. I need them. Thank Tell you. your friends. Thank you. Uh, new listener, Caitlin. Thank you for your review. We will get you a thank you gift. We appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, good luck with that commute to USC. Uh, LA traffic sucks. Donkey sucks. balls. Sucks. Donkey what, balls. Where does she, does she live? Uh, don't, actually, don't say anything. Yeah. I, we, don't, we don't want the people list, to. She's catching up on the commute. She was like, it's the only thing that yeah. is making me happy right now. Oh, thank goodness. being able to listen. And so. going to school, Caitlin, because you're and, doing what you love. And the gift of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like going to school to help people. Good yeah. for you. Uh, Making the world a better place. Caitlin, school? you're a much so better person than me. I'm making nipple jokes. We change the world in different ways. How is that beer that you have? Oh, much better. Okay. Oh, I have a happy tummy. Mm. Oh, passing. Some for me. She's passing it around. I'm smellsies. Give it a smell. Doesn't smell like anything. She didn't make a. She didn't make a happy face. Meh. She's drinking. Meh. <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. Meh. I just taste like beer. It's um. I have also killed about half of this. Oh, IPA so right your now. palate's so, dead. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been punched in the face. So. Exactly. Yeah, no, this is, this it is, is a, it's a, it's a mild saison. It's like not so whatever. Yeah, it almost tastes more like a. <laughs> Bob just went right I in for my beer. I just reached right over yeah. and grabbed it. He was like, ah, oh, fuck you. That's my beer now. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, when I was pouring them, I was like, I hope you like it because I bet you get to drink one and a half of them. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, all right. So, Vanessa, What's your sorry. story? Sorry. Back to my story. So, I've been trying to get us to do haunted caves yep. because I found one cave mm-hmm. and it sounded real cool. Yeah. And I was like, let's do haunted caves. And Melly was like, that's stupid. No. <laughs> so, fair. Fair. We live in a democracy. So, <laughs> Where apparently I rule over so, everybody. So, we've not ever done haunted caves. But every week after we finish the podcast and we go, what are we going to do next week? I say haunted, haunted caves. caves. You and are then, no better than Bob and his goddamn ghost train. Uh, yeah, but she gets I what she wants. my dreams yeah, come true. Well, she's... I need to start self-actualizing. She's 50% yeah. of this podcast. Yeah, I have the secret. Do you want to borrow it? No I, no, I have Make a copy a too. Vision board. I, I, oh, I'd have should, to do like that's the, the thing. You haven't made a vision board. I'd have to I don't do see a, a single ghost train in that back bedroom. I'd have to do a sister podcast called like Ghost Trains and Ghosts, <laughs> and it would ghosts just and Ghosts. Yeah, it would be awful. You, you can do it on Goats and Growlers. The yeah. last the other podcast <laughs> where this starts. All of my G themed beer podcasts. Oh my god. Um, yeah, which I was like, it's not even that good of a story. I, I just have a list of like haunted things that I can pull from and it's the top of my list. So I was working my way down. Caves. Cave. Haunted cave. Cave. Haunted cave. You know what? And finally, last week and I was week, like, she was like, all right, we can do haunted caves. And I was like, sold. Done. Little did I know. I know. And then she said, are you doing mammoth cave? And I said, yep. Yep, I am. Yep. Because when you Google haunted cave, it's kind of the only thing that shows up. Yeah, there's like four things that show up. Yeah. And this is um, and on the And three of list. them are mammoth and cave. And three of them are mammoth Ugh. cave. So, excellent segue into my ghost story. Ghost Which is the story of mammoth caves. The, the sign, that's also mm, like your moonbeam. Yeah, that's my moonbeam. Moonbeam anyway, hands. My moonbeam. Um, which I'm going to roll the correct fucking die for this week. <laughs> so mad about that still. Uh, sorry, Dungeons and Dragons jokes. You guys don't get it. Um, Mammoth Cave, Whoa. which is in Kentucky. Um, Kentucky. Kentucky. It's right outside of a city that is now called Cave City because it's sort of <laughs> built up around the cave. So clever. Um, but it is sort of clever, dumb it's like southern, southwestern Kentucky. Okay. Um, imagine if you drew a line from Louisville mm-hmm. to Nashville. Okay. It's right in the middle of that. Ah, okay. It's like kind of directly in the fucking equidistant. Middle. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. So Mammoth Cave. Is Yay. such named? I have a hair on my shirt. Uh, mammoth Cave is such named, uh, not because of woolly mammoths. It's because it's mammoth it's because sized. It's fucking mammoth. Big old it mammoth. It is the longest cave system in the world, and it is Ooh. full of wool. <laughs> it's full of dead Jelly. elephant creatures. Oh god. Um, tusked creatures. No. So they named tusked it creatures. Creatures with tusks. <laughs> oh. Um, from the genus Tuscamus. Um, no, it's the longest, science jokes. It's, uh, so it's the longest cave system in the world. It hasn't been fully mapped. They're not 100% sure of how far it goes. To this day, they've mapped it out at over 400 miles, and they've gone more than 30 stories deep. Whoa. And there's still more that they haven't found. Ooh. Um, so. Do you know how many weird creatures live down there, I yeah. bet? Oh, Ooh. oh. So. <gasps> this. Segway. Uh, it is currently in. Um, it is cur- <laughs> Vanessa is being Sorry. attacked by her own head. Um, it's currently a national park. It was established as a national park in the 40s. Mm. Um, and there, as you can imagine, it's gigantic. So there's a bunch of cool different stuff all throughout the cave. Um, the caving system. Mm. And so as they uh, started to explore it and started to like make tourism and whatever, they started to name all the things. And I felt like they did some really excellent naming things. Okay. So when they found the river... Uh, they were like, yay, and it said, yay, back at them. So they called it Echo River. 
genius. I thought they were going to call good, like, this a good. here river. This a here. This a river. I thought this, it was just going to be yay hit, river. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> that I did have that moment. And yeah. then I was like, this a here. Yay river. This a river. Um, there's a, there's a like main path that they call Grand Avenue, which is funny. They have a big open space that they call the church, mm-hmm. which they actually used to do church Churches. services in. Mm. Crazy. Um, they have I one like- called the Frozen Niagara. They have a section called the Fat Man's Misery. Because it's really small to squeeze through. Oh, that's just rude. <laughs> um, they have a section called the Haunted Chambers. They have a bottomless pit. They have a corpse rock. You Jesus. said the they- Fat Man's. I thought, I thought they should rename it Trouble for Tubbs. <laughs> <laughs> Tubbsy Troubles. Tubbsy, Tubbsy Troubles. Um, yeah, so they have a corpse rock. They have a crystal cave and they have a river sticks. The other river they named oh. River Sticks. Crystal Cave. Yeah. It's like um, me breaking crystals. Yeah. yeah, so it is it is also the only place in the world where exists uh the endangered species of the Kentucky cave shrimp. Which sounds gross. <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> cave shrimp. Yes, which is sightless and albino. Which I was just like, who saw that and went, I should eat that. Mm, tastes like shrimp. Yeah, Kentucky delicious cave shrimp. Sounds- you know it was like some yucca duck who was like, mmm, cave shrimp. It sounds like I'm something you would rename roadkill, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Kentucky cave shrimp. That's what is it? Well, it's basically raccoon. It's a, <laughs> thing, yeah. it's a trash panda. Um, so, okay. Jesus. A not so brief history of the mammoth caves. So, um, obviously it's been there a long goddamn time. Sure. Hole in the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Back in uh, your days of your Back in the days of your In older times. Long older ago. Times, um, it was, so it's in that part of America where there were a lot of um, Native American tribes. Mm-hmm. And for years, like a millennium, hundred years. I like that millennium. Uh, I'm not going to say years. that. Long, long time. Right. Long time. For long, long ass Real time. long time. Um, they were using it as a place of worship and sort of a cemetery. They were they were not burying, but like just tossing mummifying them into the and preserving oh. the bodies in the cave because the cave system is so far down underground that it stays a consistent fifty two mm-hmm. degrees no matter the time of year. So, oh. like, if you then wanted to go back and visit grandma, you could. You could literally go visit grandma and be like, so "There she is." If if you um, were to go and buy a stone vertical epic. For, you could age it in these caves. You could. You could. Oh. Tie um, the Stone Brewing Company people would prob- California. People would probably steal it if you did that. It's a real popular tourist attraction now. Oh. You'd have to hide it. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, hide it with the mummies. So in... Um, so it, it's been there for a really long time. The Native Americans used it. At some point in recent history, at some point around like 1600 or something, the Native recent. Americans stopped using it. And... They just said nope. They just out. stopped. Like there's there's... A ton of shit from them from beforehand, and then it is legitimately like all of a sudden, they like they've they, in the bottom like, of the pit. Yeah, like one yeah. night in the middle of dinner, like plates still on the table, they all just fucking noped Ooh, out. What happened? Oh. Right? Wait, yeah. What, what what year was this? Um, in like the 1600s, something like that. It's because of all the goddamn crackers down there. <laughs> That's the problem. This is a fucking cave. It's so like this room. was our holy place, and these assholes keep coming in here and 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 taking all the crystals. Well, not yet. So the oh, cra- no. the oh. crackers didn't show up until seventeen in seventeen ninety seven. Um, when the fir- okay. when the first cracker, which I'm going to stop using that term because it's offensive. It is. Um. So not to me, to other people. Yeah. Um. When to crackers. No. To rich crackers. <laughs> to people who were cracked upon. Um. The terrible. Who are addicted to crack? I don't think they care. No, I mean, you understand the history of the term cracker. It's, Let's go down the history road because I don't know. It's because white men used to whip black men and the whip would go oh, crack, crack. And that's why you call them crackers. Oh. 
That's really the origin. Yes, of it? to my knowledge, that is the origin of that again, phrase. You are also That's the why same I'm like, person. you shouldn't use that word. It's not a great word. But you're really? also the person then that thought for the longest time that when you're in Australia, I don't know that that's not true. <laughs> I haven't googled it. I don't want to let go of that. That it's not true. So I don't know, but that does. I sound. really thought it was like actually cracker related. Oh, like white people are like, white, like a Ritz yeah. cracker. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it was. No, like I think saltine. it is. A I thought it was like a saltine thing. I think it is a slavery term. That uh, is really awful. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, okay. the more well, you know, you, you know, or you Bing. know what? If it wasn't true, it's true now. Yeah. I just said it's it on the internet. On the internet, true now. Uh. Okay, so <laughs> in 1797, uh, a man named Hoochkins. Um, they're Good. unsure which Hoochkin. There are many Hoochkins. Hoochkin. One of them is named Jimmy Dick Hoochkin. Ooh. So I'm going to pretend it's Jimmy, Jimmy Dick. Dick Hoochkin. Let's say Jimmy Dick. Because so, his name is just like saying the same it's word, just same you know, Dick. like more yeah. big. Yeah. Jimmy Dick Jimmy Hoochkin. Dick. So, Dick, um, Jimmy so Johnson Hoochkin. Jimmy Dick Hoochkin was in the wilds of Kentucky um, and he was hunting a burr. Mm. And he, the burr, he shot the burr. burr and then the burr not. said, I won't be shot and ran away. Oh. And he followed the bear. And then the bear ran into a cave. And he said, oh, I'm going to go in that cave. I'm going to get that bear. Yeah. And so he went into the cave and he said, this place is mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, white people took over mammoth caves. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it was, so yeah, so white people kind of took it over from the 1790s on. Pretty quickly after that, it was bought by a man named Valentine and he was using it. Uh, he bought it because he discovered that you could mine it for saltpeter. Um, which I did not know what it is. Saltpeter is potassium nitrate. That wow. is the common term for potassium nitrate, mm-hmm. which is one Explosive. of the many ingredients in gunpowder. Um, so they were harvesting it to use for that because I don't know if you know your American history, but the early to late 1800s, a lot of Warren. What? A lot of Warren. What? Yeah. Um, a lot of muskets loaded. Yeah. I think. A lot of shooting happening. It yeah. So true. then, it, so Fake. they were like harvesting the saltpeter. It's like one of the bigger saltpeter reserves in the state. And there's a bunch. People harvest salt. People farm salt in Kentucky. Salt God damn, you know stupid you Kentucky people. <laughs> you know what Growing you do? fucking you salt. Go buy Morton's. Jesus Christ. Don't mine it. Just go buy it. He's like, I'm not great at growing things. I can't build stuff. Yeah. But what I can I do is pull do. salt out of the ground. Yeah. I can pick Ooh. up a rock. I can pick up a rock. Ta-da. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can Pretty have much. like you know your parents Kentucky. be brother and sister and pick rocks. Yeah, yeah, but our grass is real blue, so shut up. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so it changed hands a bunch of times over the years. So uh, it was super popular around the time of 1812 because of the War, war. of 1812. There was a war. Um, and so when they had to like kick up production during that time, and so the guy who owned it at that point, whose name was like Wilkins, um, he bought. Slaves, and that was the first time that that slaves started to like work the mines and live in the wines or whatever. They also um, pioneered the practice of they would get as they need water to get the saltpeter out of the rocks. I guess it's like part of the process. So, and it's before the days of like piping. So, what they would do is they would cut down these giant fucking trees and they would hollow out the middle and then they would taper one end down so they could shove them one into another. And they made these giant wooden pipes out of tree trunks. So that they could pour water down in there. And I was like, that's fucking genius. Huh. Wooden pipes. They, they basically made a wooden aqueduct down into the caves. Like a, no, like a, like completely it was, sealed. It was yeah. Sealed. So it was oh. like you took a tree, like you no, took no, a tree. I, I and thought you, like they just carved a V into it. But no, they you bored out the, the middle. middle. Oh. Yeah. They bored out the middle. That's pretty cool. And then they would taper it so that it yeah, would just yeah, stick yeah. in the yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
The first pipes wooden, were made of wood in Kentucky. Wooden Aww. pipes. Um, and then uh, later in 1812, there was a really big earthquake, apparently, in Kentucky, which I did not know. Hmm. But apparently, they there was no, like, Richter scale, obviously, back then. But they say based on, like, Real cracks. Real fucking big. That yeah. was the uh, They Richter think scale. it's around a, like, 8.9 or a 9. Jesus. Whoa. Like, a gigantic fucking that earthquake. That is a big one. Um, apparently, it it reversed the flow of the Mississippi River oh God. and it rang church bells all the way on the East Coast. Like Whoa. that's how fucking... That's a big one. It's a big goddamn earthquake. Wait, what so, do you mean it reversed the flow? Like all the water went back into the Great Lakes? Uh, like for a, for a while. It, it righted oh. itself. It righted itself. But for like three days, the Mississippi flowed Canada the other way. Canada used to be a, an ocean. <laughs> and then the then the great earthquake of 1800 and, and then the water went down into the Gulf And then Mexico. we sent all the nice people up to Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> No, not permanently, uh, just for a little bit. Um, yeah, so then in 1828, it changed hands again, and it was bought by my by a man named Hyman Gantz, oh, Hyman. who didn't like oh, to Hyman. who didn't like to mine saltpeter. Also, no. not as much warring in 28. Would you no. say he was a broken man? Oh God, damn it, <laughs> Bob! This has been my final appearance on Boo and Bruce. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fired. Fired. Yeah. You leave Get out. out. You leave vaginas out of this, Bob. Nope. Um, I'm taking all the vagina jokes to the bank. Even her was like, I'm not even acknowledging the joke. I'm We're just plowing forward. It was not Bob. funny. Okay, so uh, Hyman, man, was, uh, he, <laughs> he didn't want to harvest salt. So he was like, it's a big fucking cave. I'm impressed by it. I bet other people will be impressed by it. And he had a background in like showmanship. So he was like, I'm going to turn this into a tourist attraction. I thought he was going to turn it into a circus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. Well, I mean, he he had no skills. He just owned a giant cave. (laughs) He didn't do anything. He just went, you want to see my cave? Nickel. (laughs) Um, And so he, and what he did was when he bought the cave, he hired on all of the miners who used to mine the cave and hired them on as tour guides because Uh, they were the only ones who like understood how to not die in the caves. (laughs) Um, And back in that time, they would, they would let tourists like, there's obviously no fucking electricity. So they were walking around with lanterns and with torches, like Indiana fucking Jones style. They would light the torches and then they would fucking chuck them in front of them. So they would see See where they were going. Like the glow stick of its day. Um, And so what they would do is they would let tourists from that point um, take the torches and use the smoke to write their names on the ceiling of the cave. And to this day, there's thousands of names up there. And they're really fucking super high. And it's just like graffitied with all these names that are from the 1820s, 1830s. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. And they had some good (laughs) names back then, like Hyman. Yeah. Yeah, like Hyman. His name is written on the ceiling a lot. Ezekiel. Jebediah, all good names. Great names. Um, so in 1830 was when um, Hyman Gantz's son, Junior Hyman, um, <laughs> I don't know, Hyman. I don't know his name. <laughs> he was a preacher though, and so he started. He was the one who started preaching in the caves. And what he would do is so fucking crazy. So there's this big. There's this big room, big enclosure room that's kind of far down into the cave. So he would be like, church time, and lead everyone down into the cave with all these lanterns and stuff. And then he would stand up on top of his, like, parapet rock, his, like, Mm -hmm. preacher man rock, Mm -hmm. 
And the rest of the people Shout. would like stand down there in the cave and really good acoustics, obviously. Yeah. And he would take all the fucking lanterns and put them at his feet so that he's like glowing Jesus. in the middle of this room that's fucking pitch black. So you can't leave because you oh. don't know the way out. Yeah. So you are there until he is done preaching to you wow. and gives you the light so you can leave again. You know, I bet if... if priests and, and pastors did that nowadays it'd be a lot successful like, I, they'd go to jail you yeah. can't hold people against their will nowadays yeah you can't but you have to admit, like, that did look like a heavy metal concert. Like, oh, that guy yeah. cried like, holy shit. I feel like he was just up there, like, and you got to imagine he's like a fire and brimstone oh, yeah, creature. Yeah. So he's oh, just yeah. like, Jesus yeah. hates you. And, and we're then, very close to the fire and brimstone right now. Yeah, exactly. Echo this is some like, asshole didn't, like, go up and just grab the lanterns. I'm leaving. You're, you're a dick. No, but they, like, signed. Like, they would show up every week and be like, yeah, yeah, take me to the scary oh, dark great. room and scream at me. <laughs> Make me believe in Jesus even I don't more. Know. Is this the line to get yelled at? Is this the, is this I, the scary dark room yelling line? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I am so excited. I've been hearing tale. I'm it's been a long time since I've been yelled, yelled at by I, somebody I don't know. I came all the way from Virginia. <laughs> um, Got in my covered wagon to get yelled at. <laughs> I'm so excited. Had to sit on my butt nipples. It hurt a lot. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, in the later 1830s, it was bought again by a man named Frank Gorin. So, such crazy fucking names. Um, and he was yeah, like, Frank, Frank, Franklin Gorin. Um, and he was like, yeah, this is genius because I can just charge people to come in this goddamn cave and not do any fucking work. Yeah. So, but it was a troublesome to get out there because it's in the oh, middle I thought of. you were going to say to get out. It is troublesome to get out too. Mm. Um, but it's troublesome to get out there because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. The closest town is like. 10 miles away and you can get there by like stagecoach to the town but from the town the farthest the stagecoaches could get you there was an eight mile hike through kentucky wilderness like bushwhacking through fucking kentucky to get to this goddamn cave and tourists were still coming tourists from all over the world like it was way more popular in europe than it was in america at this point so a bunch of like fucking german and british Look, I'm just tourists, show me your cave. <laughs> like, just, I heard you have a wonderful hole in the ground. Like, this is like the Disneyland of its day. Yes, it really was. So he, so when like Goran, stand up a Mickey Mammoth, <laughs> you could look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Guy wearing elephant like, heads on. It took a second. It took a second. I got it though. <laughs> took me a second. Um, so Mr. Gorin, he said, I got I to put some money into this. So he, uh, he worked on like kind of improving the path into like more of a road, mm. really. Still bushwhacky, but like, like more roady. Less bushwhacky. Um, he also built a hotel out by, in front of the cave, so that you didn't have to like walk eight miles, walk through the cave, then walk, walk eight, eight miles, miles back to stay in your hotel. At that point, I just sleep on the, at the mouth. Yeah. Um, he also did, um, he hired a slave named Stephen Bishop, mm. who mm-hmm. was just a 16-year-old kid. Um, hi- I say hired. He bought. He bought he, a slave. He, he bought a person. Yeah. Because it's 1838. Um, at the person at the local person store, and Stephen Bishop, um, like really took to the caves. Like he, be quickly was planning to his escape. No, he quickly became like the best tour guide he had. He became so knowledgeable about not only the layout of the caves, but like the geology and the biology of the animals that lived down there. Like college professors would come listen to him talk about the geology of the region. Aww. This like really this slave kid kid because he was just like I think it fascinated him he was interested in it and it was like this has got to be better than fucking picking cotton right it's 50 
it's 50 degrees down there. It's yeah, nice. It's, it's, I have so many around. questions about this guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like a long, he's there for a real long time. So he, well, okay, do, do you know offhand, was he educated before he came down or did it like, he no, went in, not at all. He's a 16 year old slave. Started like reading about things on his own. He didn't, he, didn't he, he learned. He just, just by, just by looking just at by stuff. Fu- yeah. And like talking to other people, the, like, the old miners who'd been working in the, the mine from wow. before, like what they learned. And like, and then he started to be like, oh, this green rock's real pretty. And then someone would tell him, oh, that's quartz. And then he'd be like, it's quartz. And then someone else would tell him something else about quartz, and he just became this amalgamation of, all the, of all the information. Wow! And this, and he was very passionate, and he was energetic, and people loved it when they got him wow. as a tour guide. He was like the best tour guide. Um, and this his, is the boy that's passionate about caves. Yeah, and Rocks. when he had free time, which apparently they not—I mean, they were slaves. I'm sure they weren't super happy, but apparently not the worst job in the world as far as jobs for black people go in the 1830s. Yes, yeah, this yeah. cave tour guide. Yeah, you could do um, worse. <sighs> You really could. Um, so they would have like downtime. So he would use his downtime and he would go further exploring in a cave. Oh, so wow. he was wow. actually, he took a, he like carried my, into miles of the cave system. He carried in this crazy rickety wooden ladder and he put it across the bottomless pit. So, and then he walked over it oh. and he became the first person they think to ever cross over that into the other parts of the cave wow. and started exploring and mapping out those parts of the cave. And he found really fucking cool shit, including Echo Lake, Echo, Echo River and he was like, there's water down here. And in the water, there are these fish, these, um, Rock they're like, they're like albino. eyeless albino shrimp. They're, I'm sure he found Kentucky cave shrimp too, cave but shrimp. He, he discovered this new species of fish. Kentucky cave salmon. Kentucky, Kentucky cave, cave salmon. salmon. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like a tilapia. It's probably catfish. It's Kentucky. It is Kentucky. <laughs> um, Kentucky mahi-mahi. But so he um, he was like, it's really cool on this side. So then the owner of the cave were like, awesome. And then all of the slaves built a, like a, a, bridge. a bridge over and then they started doing tours even further into the caves where they'd go longer and they could charge more money for it. So like he kept- like a, a, One nickel to go in. A dime to look at weird fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like on the sign up. Exactly. Oh, I'll take the weird fish tour. <laughs> How long is your weird fish tour? <laughs> um... So, yeah, he was the first one to cross the bottomless pit. He f- was the first one to find water in the cave. He found this fucking fish. Um, and he explored a bunch of areas that, to this day, like, haven't been fully mapped out. Oh, wow. That, like, they find about in his notes that they're like, we've never found a cave that looks like that. And then whenever people would ask him about it, he, they were like, what is it like, like, so far down in those caves? Yeah. And he would always say. Real dark. It's grand, gloomy, and peculiar. Oh. Um, which is like a catchphrase they use to this day at the National Park. Oh, wow. Aww. It's grand, gloomy, and peculiar. Um, so then uh, pretty quickly after that, after Gorin mm-hmm. bought the um, place, he sold it to a man named John Croghan, who... Croghan, C-R-O-G-H-A-N. That's what I wrote down. Croghan. I can barely read my writing. Croggy. John Croggy. Crog. Cro- Crogman. George Krogelman. We'll just call him Johnny. Um, he so he bought it and he grew up. Um, he's like a local boy, um, but he had all these visions of grandeur because his mom's brother was George Rogers Clark of Lois and Clark. Oh, so Lewis and Clark. Um, Lois so, and Clark. Of Lois and Clark. Yeah. Of, Clark Kent, Superman <laughs> of Lewis and Clark. So he grew up like hearing all these great stories about his uncle, like from his uncle. And- yeah, about all these amazing adventures he was having. So he was like, "That's what I want to do when I grow up. I want to be an adventurer." His dad was like, "No, Did dude, he take you an arrow to the knee." <laughs> he, used, he used to be an adventurer once. <laughs> Someone stole your sweet roll. <laughs> um, um, but no, so his dad was like, you I gotta stopped g- my Ulfric Warbeard. Did you? I you almost didn't do did, it. but Thanks, I stopped. Bob. You're welcome. 
safe travels, Landstrider. <laughs> um, it's been a while since we were in Skyrim. I know. Jokes. We've been Welcome on Welcome back. I know. Welcome back to Skyrim. Welcome back to Tamriel. Welcome to War Maidens. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't not do it. Could, you could, could not do it. Oh, man. Um, I tried so hard. Oh, so so Johnny's dad said you have to learn a real skill. So we went to... Um, real skill school. He went to medical school. Oh. <laughs> he went to real skill school. Real where skill they, taught school. Him, they taught him how to be a real, real skill. skill. Um, Just one real skill. And then he... I can't read my fucking writing. Um, so after he graduated from medical school, his dad was like, go explore Europe for a year. So we had like a gap year. And he went around Europe. And while he was in Europe, everyone... While he was in London, everyone kept telling him, oh, like you're from Kentucky. Like how often do you go to the Mammoth Caves? Oh. And he was like, I don't know what these fucking are. And so he heard about it over there they came back it was close to him so he said i got i must have this so we bought it <laughs> i must have he this. said it's a beautiful cavern i must have I this, must have this. Yeah. i must possess your cavern now do you know i i'm a man who has a skill buy. i went to skill school <laughs> I, I, buy buy, I buy caverns my skill no. is to buy caverns my skill is to buy caverns <laughs> only the mammothist of caverns yes. I've been making, working my way up. And I can put squirrel cavern. And then I can put band-aids on boo-boos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he also, uh, John, also brought in two more slaves, um, which they call the Branford Brothers, which is kind of fucking terrible because no one knows what their real names were. <sighs> and they're yeah. not brothers. They're in no way biologically no related. Brothers. And Branford was the man who sold them to Ooh. the cave. So they all just called them the Branford Boys. But like... Their names were like Mike and Alex or something, uh, but no one knows what their last name or if they had a like. Like, yeah, it's they fucking didn't terrible. Have last names back then. So mm. I'm gonna call them the Branford Brothers, but it's, that's a fucking terrible thing. Know God, that when she does it, she feels bad. Yeah, goddamn imperialism. Um, so the Branford Brothers came in and like moved into the cave system like started being tour guides as well they really struck up a strong friendship with steven mm -hmm. and steven was like there is so much fucking cool cave shit back mm -hmm. here and they were like cool we're in and then the three of them went even deeper and ah. made more maps and explored more of the caves um and they became like a selling point sort of of the caves like come like be taught about these caves by these slaves who are super well informed and super yeah, eloquent and, and like will take you safely through these caves where people died all the goddamn time. You slip, you fall, you die. Yeah. Um, bottomless pit. 30 like stories down. Bottomless pit. Bottomless. It's like you're the original Goonies or something. It's yeah. like these guys going and having adventures and they're all buddies in these yeah. caves. Uh, let's write a know, movie about I mean, that. Like, yeah. Don't steal our idea, internet. Yeah. Don't. Um, so he built a bigger hotel outside of the entrance, and he called it the Mammoth Cave Hotel. Um, he also, at his own expense, built a road. He, like, physically had people build a road. Um, first, he connected the cave system to Louisville, because okay. it was a closer city. Um, and then once he did that, then he connected the cave system to Nashville. So then it became the biggest, easiest oh. way to get from Louisville to Nashville. Nashville. So it got all kinds of fucking traffic at that point. <laughs> nice. Um, and it, to this day, it's like been turned into like Interstate 65 or something. It's still like that same fucking route goes right wow. through Cave City. Wow. Because this guy did it. And he, it's like hundreds of miles. And he built it all at his own expense to bring in tourists. And it fucking worked. Um, he's a smart guy. Not... All the time smart, though, because then <laughs> he, most, of the, time most of the time smart, but then he doctor, right? So he had this idea because in when he was in Europe, after he learned, went to doctor school, skilled doctor school, um, school, he went to Europe and in Europe, they were taking tuberculosis patients and putting them in caves because it's like a constant temperature and it's fresh wow. air and there's yeah. minerals in the air and they were seeing good results. So he was like, cool, I'm going to open like a tuberculosis thing 
ward inside my cave. I have a mammoth cave. I put tons of tuberculosis peoples in it. Oh, yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. So a lot, a lot could go wrong. Oh, tell Um, me about these things that went wrong. So he brought in 15 people. Within like a week, two of them died. Mm. He brought 15 tuberculoids. Mm -hmm, Tuberculoids. Um, So what, what the trouble was is that the caves in Europe, apparently warmer, more fresh air, not a lot of fresh air. In the the mammoth cave system. Also, he put them far back, uh, where there's no light, no light. or airflow, yeah. and then they would light fires for heat oh, and sure. light oh, and cooking. So then they're just in a dark, smoky, cold room, just mm-hmm. full carbon monoxide, just not being able to breathe because they're dying of tuberculosis. Oh. They're surrounded by deep yeti, this which they don't tell you about. School? Nothing to eat but he Kentucky cave shrimp. Shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it didn't work out so well. Idiot. So um. So he had these like stone huts built that all the tuberculosis patients were living in. Um, and then he had to, he had a, there's like a big uh, outcropping of stone over by where the huts were. And he had it leveled off because it was where they would store the dead people overnight until people could come in and get them in the morning. Aww. So he had the tuberculosis cave and then and he had the dead people cave next to it. No, same all cave. Within, same, all within. Oh, cave. They, put him in, they put him in the same. No, no. He had corpse rock. In tuberculosis cave. Yeah. It's literally called Corpse Rock to this day. It's still Wait, really? It's called Corpse Rock. Yeah, they called it Corpse Rock. That's gross. That's Um, gross. Because it's a rock that holds corpses. What else are you going to call it? Echo River. It echoes. I mean, I I get the naming convention. I just think it's weird. Yeah. Stan Rock. Um, So. (laughs) The first man who died on this rock. Stan. Stan's Rock. Rocky Rock. Rocky the Rock. Um, so it is tuberculosis, a very sad failed experiment. Um, it, he was open for like two months and then most of his patients died, died and the rest got so much worse. He was like, okay, mulligan, not good. <laughs> so we let all the people go. Um, but they left him with a wonderful parting gift, which was tuberculosis, mm. which he then died of sure. pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Um, it which seems like he went to skill, doctor skill school and didn't pick up any of the doctor well, skills. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what he did do though, what is that do? he fucked up so majestically that American doctors said caves are bad dark wet cold caves no good maybe Mm -hmm. we try sunshine maybe we try fresh air Mm -hmm. and that's when all the fucking sanatoriums started being built where they were trying to cure you with fucking sunshine and that was the best way to try and keep someone alive so by his majestic fuck up they learned what not to do and then sent them on a path of what could maybe yeah. work mm-hmm. until they developed fucking and, antibiotics and yeah. more ghosts. <sighs> yeah, and fucking. But they were dead. also. But but didn't they also, as a result, end up like cutting people open to try to get their lungs exposed to the fresh air? And yeah, up yeah, a bunch yeah of they did do that. So too. you yeah. can go a little too far yeah, in both I mean, directions. They would also like take out ribs and yeah. stuff yeah. in Waverly Hills, also in fucking Kentucky. Yeah, neighbors. Don't trust a doctor in Kentucky. Is what I'm go, learning. Yeah, pretty. I mean. Yeah. Bump points at the beer. More beer. Yeah. More beer. Um. So yeah. So he died like pretty quick. He died pretty quickly of tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Um. In 1849, and then his family took over. He had like sisters. He was um a bachelor. I think he like went to seminary school. So he didn't have any um offspring of his own. But the rest of his family, boys. yeah, maybe like slave boys. Uh-huh. Um. But the rest of his family took over the cave, and then they would sort of just like hire someone to be in charge of it they were very hands-off they were like we just want to collect the money we We don't don't want to we don't give a fuck about that hole in the ground just give us the money they delegated yeah it's fine good so um so then a bunch of other fucking people took it over um in at some point in the in the history when johnny boy was in charge of the caves um before he had his wonderful tuberculosis idea he felt like 
um, Stephen had brought so much to um, to the endeavor of like mm-hmm. like it was we can't do this without you kind yeah. of a thing. Um, and he freed him. Whoa! Oh. He said you are free to go. We give you your freedom. And he said, cool. I'm gonna stay. Aww. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna work here as a free man. Right. But I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna work here. And oh, I want nice. fucking cash, money for my wages. Yeah. I want back pay. Yeah. I would like to live with my wife. I would like you to not sell my children yeah. away from me because they used to do that. <sighs> um, so then, in the '60s, uh, Civil War, all the slaves were freed. Yeah. Um, the Bishop brothers also stayed on, oh. um, and the are um, the Branford brothers. So the Banfords and the bishops stayed for like until they died. They oh, lived out the wow. rest of their lives in that area. They had families. Their children grew up to be ta- cave guides. Their grandchildren grew up to be cave wow. guides. They really were just like they found their niche and they stuck in it. Yeah. Um so I think their lives not that terrible comparatively right. for black people in the south. In the, in the 1800s. 1800s. There's a lot of conditionals. Yeah, there I understand it was not a good life. No. Son, your father's a caveman. Your grandfather's a caveman. Your grandfather's grandfather was a caveman. And you will be a caveman too. Unless, preach on, preach man. Unless but Johnny father, sells you to someone else. But I if you stay be, here. But I you, wish to be a dancer. Nope. No. Nope. No son of mine's dancing. No. No son of mine is dancing. You will go into those you caves go. and you will like them. Or you go clean toilets. Or you will clean a toilet. Or, yeah. At the Mammoth Cave Hotel. <laughs> you will clean the mammoth toilets. <sighs> um, the toilets the used mammoth. by the mammoth. Yeah. Um, mammoth so, poo-poos. So, <laughs> yeah, they stayed. They raised families. All that cool stuff. Um, in the 1880s, a group of tourists was leaving the Mammoth Caves Hotel, and their stagecoach was robbed <gasps> by masked gunmen. <gasps> That's cool. Um, and one of the things that was stolen, one of the people who was robbed was this judge who had a very fancy... Um, very specific ornate gold watch which okay. is name and the date engraved in it okay um, and he was fucking pissed he lost all his shit years later when um, Jesse James died they found the watch <gasps> on his body so they think maybe oh. Jesse James oh, cool. used to run stagecoach robberies in that area there was actually a cave not super far from Mammoth Cave that's a much smaller cave it's all, all mm-hmm. enclosed um, and it's called Outlaw Cave because it's oh. where people used to hang out Outlaws used to hang out, yeah. Um, run from the law. They have a bunch of fucking Jesse James stuff, but I was like, that's cool. Fucking watch. Um, in 1886, they they hired this guy named uh, Comstock, which yes. I found hilarious. Yeah. I just went to like a fucking bio shop. Oh the, my god! The prophet. The, b- the will of the prophet. You should play video games, guys. They're real fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Comstock. Uh, took over, still owned by Johnny's family, but he was like running it. And he put in, um, he had them put in a railroad so that it, oh. you didn't have to take a stagecoach to get there. You could take the railroad. You could be robbed he, on the train versus Yeah, you could, yeah. You could be the victim of a train, train robbery instead of stagecoach robbery. Yeah. robbery. Um, he also put oh, in um, a billiard parlor. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. He, and he would rent out the larger caverns for concerts. So they would oh, have like classical the music Stones concerts. Play there? Oh, oh, not that classical. I was hoping for a heavy metal concert. I think it was death metal in the eight, in 1886. I think so. Yeah, I think it was, you're right. It was, it, I'm sure it was like some sort of plunky flute or something. Oh, yeah. A liar. Sure. A maybe, liar, perhaps. perhaps. Yes. Um, <laughs> is it an inside joke? No one gets. <laughs> listener, <laughs> listener Aaron gets it. Yeah. Um, There's something I want to yell very loud. <laughs> um, yeah. So then uh, it was a huge tourist attraction. It was for many, many years. Um, in 1904... Um, a young man by the name of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft 
Oh, visited, never heard of him. Visited the caves and then inspired him to write his first ever short story called The Beast in the Cave, which is set in the Mammoth Caves. It's not Cthulhu. Um, would, so he wrote this short story called The Beast in the Cave um, when he was 14 years old because of his experience in these caves. Wow. And um, it's a it's a good little short story. It's it's not very Lovecraftian because he's say. so he's young. Yeah. He hasn't found himself. Yet. Yeah, it's about this guy who's like on a tour of the cave with a tour guide and then the tour guide and him get separated Attacked by a and, beast. And then he's like in beast a cave love. and he gets like attacked. But he like this beast comes out of nowhere. This like crazy looking fucking pale skin, whatever, like beast thing. The and, and the dude's like, nah, dude. And he and then he's like murdering the cave beast. And then the tour guide comes back and he's like, oh, my God, this cave beast. And so together they murder, murder, murder the cave beast. And then they like bring the light over. And they're like, he's just another traveler who was lost in the caves. Oh, we're all the beast in the cave. I thought it was like he was going to say it was himself it that was he killed. Himself. He killed the beast. The beast he was a himself. ghost. Oh. It was Cthulhu. Uh, no. It was, yeah. The precursor to Cthulhu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. Like or his first, his name is Mammothulu. Mammothulu. Um, yeah, his first short story, though, inspired by Mammoth Caves. Um, and then throughout most of the early 20th century, uh, this whole part of sort of southwestern Kentucky was taken over. By the cave wars. The what? cave wars. Cave this, like, wars. Storage wars. Next season on A and E. Right. I kept being like, "This is a reality show on A and E. People yeah. would watch this." Cave oh, wars. For sure. So what happened is, it's really hard to fucking farm in Kentucky. There's not a lot of like good farmland. Really? Once you pull salt out of the ground, that's it. No more salt. No. Not a lot to. They've fuck. run out of salt. Yeah. So it's just like and backwards Peter. hobo people trying to fucking live off rocks too yeah it's not a lot of good going on in kentucky at this point you farm i found some great granite some great quartz great put it in the mud water we're gonna serve it up tonight for Mm -hmm. dinner Mm -hmm. quartz stew i found a lot of poverty and uh and people with no teeth because they've been eating rocks i'm gonna farm that yeah i'm gonna farm despair it's a poor it's a poor farm i'm farming the poor poor. poor people we farm the best poor Mm -hmm. they're thick Um, on the ground so what happened is kind of the only people who were making money at that time were the people associated with the cave but caves are super fucking prevalent prevalent in this part of kentucky so then everyone started being like well i got a fucking cave in my yard so they started trying to get they started being like we have the mammother caves or the mammothian caves or they started doing all this other crazy shit to the point where they would put signs along the freeway uh, like the, yeah. the main road being like mammoth caves this way and like pointing it to their homestead instead of to oh, where the real cave was oh shit and they would do this thing which they called um capers they would go caping and it's what you would do is you would just go along the road wait for a car to drive by you would jump up on the running boards of the car and be like where are you going you going to the mammoth caves it's closed you can't go there you know what though there's another cave you could go to and then they would Jesus. they were physically on the car holding on and like would direct them away from the caves into their own caves and then people started to be like don't you do that i was taking them in my cave no i'm taking them to my oh cave my God. cave wars so, like, people would just be like, like, 16 people would have hopped on your car and yes. they're all shooting at each other. Yes. Jeez. Throwing rocks at each other. They used to throw rocks at each other all oh, yeah. the time. Because you know what there's a lot of in Kentucky? Rocks. rocks. This um, is the rock from my cave. And poor- It's superior to his cave. Look, yeah. it knocked him clean off the car. <laughs> So they would do all kinds of things. There was one guy who was really was really good at it because what he would do is he would say like he would just like strive a conversation with people at the Mammoth Hotel who hadn't yet been down to the caves yeah. and they'd be like, oh, we're here to see the caves. And he's like, yeah, it's great. I wanted to go too, but like, I, I'm nervous about that gas. 
And they're like, what? And they're like, didn't you hear? Like a bunch of tuberculosis patients died down there and they couldn't pull them out. And so the air is just full oh. of tuberculosis. <laughs> it's like full of poison gas. Shit. So I'm like, I, I hear it's lovely, but I am not going to go there. There's like, um, I heard about this other cave that's smaller, but just as pretty and no poison gas. And they'd be like, oh, okay, take us to the non-poison gas cave. And they wow. do that. It was all just trying to hoodwink tourists. That's all they're Jesus. doing. All they're doing is taking tourist money from each other. Um, so also during this time, so all these people have all these huge cave systems underneath their farms and they're like the Johnny's family who still owns it at this point. They were like, he's got all these fucking cave systems that go for miles and miles and miles underneath uh, like with the entrance yeah. the entrance is on his land but they like, go without for miles and they're like I bet that fucking cave's under my land um, and then so a bunch of them got together and they hired a guy named Max Kamper who was a, a mining engineer from Germany Germany I, I, I would have figured with that from name Germany yeah. Kamper um, it's got the double dot over the A um, and Max teamed up with Max Kampfer Max Kampfer teamed up with Ed Bishop Stephen Bishop's oldest son mm-hmm. um, and together they spent months living down in Mammoth Cave and mapping and exploring everything because Whoa. he's a mining engineer so he understands how to actually like legitimately map something out right. and so they created this vast map of miles and miles and miles of what the caving system looked like underground Um which proved it did, in fact, go under a bunch of other fucking people's land. Oh. And then Johnny's family said, cool, dude. These are not the droids you're looking for. Uh, and they fucking burned everything whoa. and got that dude deported back to fucking Germany where he died in World War One in a trench. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Um, and they were, I, which I Shit. got, they probably were mad at poor Ed Bishop, who was yeah. still working for them at that time. I have bad news for you. Yeah. It so, appears these caves go under your neighbor's property. Yeah. So, but people were it like. It need to be corrected. So people were like, nah, dude, his cave's definitely down there. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. So what they started to do was they started just burying dynamite and blowing giant holes Jesus. in their land to try and create another opening into the cave system. Because if the opening was on their land, this then they could open an entrance to the legitimate mammoth caves. Jesus. Then they could charge money for it. Right. So all these people just fucking planting dynamite. So their fucking thr- land Boom up. goes the dynamite. Kentucky, land you of people idiots. hopping on cars throwing rocks at each other, and eating rock stew, up. and just blowing up their backyards. Mm-hmm. And albino cave shrimp. And albino cave shrimp, and of course, the mammoth cave mammoth salmon. Caves. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just imagine a lot of really They should have opened asshole. a school in the mammoth cave so these people would have learned something. It's this is a land of idiots. This is for decades. This is kind of all people in this part of Kentucky did was oh. fight over caves. Um <laughs> The most famous Get a hobby. I'm the most I mean, they're trying to make a living. They're trying to feed their families, right? Make something! Get a job! <laughs> Rock stew is not that nutritious. It's not enough protein. We'll no out. electrolytes. You can figure High that minerals. out. They could have come up with a very <laughs> high in salt. High salty salt. water. <laughs> protein um, powder. So the uh, most famous of this was a guy by the name of Floyd Collins. Mayweather. Um Floyd Collins oh, cool. Mayweather. Who um in 1925, so he his family owned a farm. Um, where they farmed rocks in <laughs> Kentucky. Um, and, and rock farming, Real not super prosperous, but they did have a fucking cave. 
Um, and Floyd, young Floyd, I mean, he's like in his 20s or something. Um, but he he loved the exploring of the caves. He was way into it. So he was like, cool. So he'd gone down and he'd explored all the caves underneath his area um, and found some really cool stuff. He actually found what they called the crystal cave or the crystal cavern. Mm-hmm. And it's just a room that's covered like floor to ceiling, Swarovski top to bottom. Crystal. Yeah, and Swarovski crystals. It's mm-hmm. just a fucking yes. Christina Aguilera 1990s music video oh, yeah. everywhere. Swans, um, little frogs. Yeah. No, it's covered in um, in all these them. like quartz um, and onyx growths. Mm. So it literally looks like it's an entire like it looks like a fairy cavern or something. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, but he's way off the goddamn beaten path. He can't get people to come over and go in his crystal cave. So he's like, I got to find a closer cave. I got to find a cave that connects to the Mammoth Cave. That's what I got to do. So he teamed up with some of the local farmers that were closer to Mammoth Caves. And he said, hey, let me go exploring on your land. If I find a connection, we'll, we'll run it together and split the profit together. But I'll do all the work of finding it. Okay. Um, and they were, like, they were like, cool. So he went first farm, found nothing. Second farm, found something. Um, he found a, a thing that he was pretty sure was going to connect down called the Sand Cavern. Um, and they were like, awesome, cool, into it. Um, so he went down there and he w- would work every day. And then on the night of January 30th um, in eight, 1925, uh, he just didn't come back. And oh. they were like... Deep Yeti, as I keep saying. Yeah, Floyd's yeah. probably in trouble. So in the morning, they went and looking for him. Uh, and they found him. And he uh, was a minor cave-in. And he was stuck underneath a rock. Oh. And the crazy thing about this is... He sawed his leg off with his, with his pocket. No, in 120. Yeah, no, he wishes, man. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> he should have. He should have. Um, no, the rock is not that big. The rock is like under 15 pounds. But it's in such a small walkway area. And it's pinned the entire right side of his body. So his like left leg and his left arm are like he can get them out and move them around but he can't move the entire right side of his body Mm. and they can't get the rock out because the rock is actually now bigger than the cave the the the, like pathway is oh so it was like fuck it's also january in goddamn kentucky so it was fucking freezing so they were like okay we'll bring you food we'll bring you water we'll bring you some heat or whatever we'll figure out how to get you out of here so they worked for a couple days to try and get him out and in the process they um created another cave-in which actually like made him more stuck (laughs) in because hashtag kentucky um yeah kentucky yeah so then so then they put a piece of dynamite next to him to try (laughs) to blow him him out floyd bits um floyd fetty well he's out Um, (laughs) parts of him are out parts of him are part of the cavern now his right side's free (laughs) Um, we did it no so and it started to become a bit of a news story Mm. um local man trapped by rocks yeah because he's area idiot trapped under rocks exactly like like man stuck under 10 10 pound boulder man can't move 10 pound boulder get himself out of a goddamn hole in the ground local wuss can't escape 10 pound boulder (laughs) yeah rocks of kentucky um so it became a news story and then the longer he stayed down there the more of a news story it became until it was sort of the biggest media circus of its day it was only slightly eclipsed when Lindbergh's baby was stolen um like that's the level of story it was this there was nothing going on this boy floyd collins um so he was down there for weeks Four, not four, like one, two, three, four, yeah, yeah, four, but, like many weeks. Like many, many he weeks. was down there many weeks. Um, and For then, many weeks. And then at one point, they had fear, there was this guy who, I didn't write down his real name, they called him the Mosquito. Um, because, so it's become, huge, it's become a huge, it's become a huge like media event and there's 
there was like 20,000 spectators hanging out around the cave every day because there's nothing else to fucking do in Kentucky. They're literally charging to see a hole in the ground. Like, so, there's a guy stuck in there. There's a guy stuck in the cave. He's still stuck in there. So all the people are Better coming. It's like a die. big new... There's no HBO. There's no Game of Thrones. There's nothing no. else to do. Um, so it started to become a big media circus. And this guy, uh, who they called the Mosquito, he was um, he was an investigative journalist. And he was also a tiny, tiny man. So he oh. was kind of the only one who could squirm his little, uh, little butt man body. all the way down there. And he could sit down there with Floyd. And he did a series of eight interviews with him. To um, try to help him out? He no. can't help him. They can't figure out how to get this fucking rock out of this goddamn tunnel. What a pickaxe, you dumbass. Hashtag Kentucky. Yeah. Um, so Break the rock into smaller rocks. Shit! So they did this series of eight interviews um, where he's literally talking about what it's like to be buried alive for weeks at a time. It's really boring. Um, and this guy won a Pulitzer for it. Oh like, it's such God. a great interview because they decided eventually, you know what we should do? We should break this fucking rock into smaller pieces. So then they- After weeks! Weeks! Morons. So they decide, cool, we're going to break this rock into smaller pieces. With dynamite. They No, they oh. broke it into smaller pieces, which then fell further down on him, which then caused a bigger cave-in, which then sealed him inside the cave. Forever. Oh. And he couldn't get out. They could, they like- could dig enough of a little bit so they could hear him. They knew he was there. They knew he was alive. Girl. And they were like, we can't fucking figure oh. out how to get him out of here. You they were like, idiots. They were like, cool, hold tight. Okay. I mean, what else are you going to fucking do? Stay Not there. Much. Don't move. Okay. It's, it's a joke. It's a joke. Funny. You can't move. I'm not laughing. I'm sure you're not. Okay. Um, you stay there. We have a new plan where what? we're going to try and tunnel down from the surface to where you are. I don't like it. It's a good plan. It's the best plan we have. Okay. So just hold tight. We're going to tunnel for like, I don't know, four days. Try not to die. It's a drop in the bucket at this point. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I mean, four days, no food, no water, no fresh air. He's going to die. Oh, that's not the best. It's not the best. We'll see what happens. He died. He died. (laughs) (laughs) So they finally got to him on like February 14th. Oh my God. It took them literally three three to four days to dig a tunnel down to him. Um, and he was dead. He had died of exposure and dehydration. Um, and the coroner said he probably died yesterday, which was the 13th, which was a Friday. He died on Friday the 13th like in it. the goddamn like cave. Um, crazy, though. The, so they found him. They're like, God damn it. He's dead. Still stuck on that fucking rock. Can't get him out. Gonna leave him Just there. Gonna leave him there. What else are you gonna do? Is his skeleton still there to this day? <laughs> oh, it was oh. for a while. All right. So it was there for months until they fucking figured out how to get him fucking out of there. So then they pull him up. It took them months to figure out how to unbury somebody. Mm-hmm. So they bring him up and his family buries him at the local cemetery. Um, and then his family like wants nothing to do with caving after this. They're just like, nope, he was the biggest one into this and he's fucking dead. We're over it. I get that. That makes so sense. So then a couple years later, his dad sells the fa- the whole kitten caboodle to someone else who's going to try and um, like make, make a rocks. showpiece of the caves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but in the agreement, this guy who was buying the property wrote this uh, clause into the contract that the family didn't know about that said, we get everything that's part of it, including what was there, and it's not there anymore, including the dead body of your son. What the fuck? So, oh. so he buys the place, and then he's like, cool. And then he digs up. He exhumes the body. Yeah, poor Floyd Collins. And oh, the family's like, what the no fuck fucking way. Doing? Lawsuit. And he's like, it's in the contract. And the courts were like, yeah, it's in the contract. You signed it. Oh, my so God. They took contracts, people. So they took poor Floyd's body. And they put, put it back in the cave? No, they put him 
uh, at this point it's like a me- it's like become there's all this media around it so it's it has become a tourist destination in its own um yeah uh, its own right so they take him they put him in a in a glass topped coffin at the entrance to the cave so that everyone can wave to him as they go down into the cave that he, hey, ha- he found. Hey, hope you don't experience yeah. the same fate as this poor fuck. Yeah, so and like, his family is like livid. They're oh like, we God. would never have agreed to this. I'm and they're can't like, imagine you why. fucking signed it. Um, uh, like a couple years in, a contract. at some point in the night, someone came in and stole <gasps> the body out of the coffin. And everyone thought it was the family. It wasn't. It was some other fucking cave people because it was it was a tourist point oh for them. God. And they oh were yeah. like, we're going to take that away from yeah. the cave wars. Stealing cave dead wars. people. Jesus Christ. They're so, body snatching people. Yeah, because it's a tourist attraction. So and f- because everything is so dire in Kentucky that yeah. all they've got are these fucking caves. Some yeah. jackass jumps onto some guy's car driving on the interstate with the, body. With the coffin. Like, yeah. yeah. Look who you could see in our cave. Dead people died here. Fucking um, so they found his body uh, uh, pretty quickly thereafter, just like in the middle of the fucking forest. Oh. Uh, well, they found most of his body. He's missing his left leg. They Somebody don't know where it, it is. Coyote. It's just gone. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Kentucky cave shrimp just ate, ate that. that yeah. shit. Um, so they found him, put him back in his fucking glass topped coffin that they then put a lock on. And he was there until like the 70s. Jesus. When they finally said, this, this is, is not wrong. right. And they... Put him back in his original burial plot that he was buried in 50, 60 no. years earlier. You know what? He deserves to haunt any fucking yeah. place he wants. Oh, don't man. worry. He does. Good. Tell us more. Um, So that's the story of Floyd Collins. I, I love it. So the cave wars went on God for a really long fucking time until the government got involved and they said... It is a really nice cave. Uh-huh. I think we'll take it. And they turned it into a national park. And they cool. bought a bunch of the fucking surrounding farmland to try and combine all of it. Mm-hmm. Became a, they, they became a national park in 1941. In 1972, they found a, a connection that connected the Mammoth Cave System to the Flint Ridge Cave System, which was another pretty big cave system that was right next door. And they were like, oh, there's this little tunnel that connects them. The tunnel right behind the fucking Crystal Cavern. Oh! Like, he was so close to finding that entrance into the Mammoth Caves when he gave up and went and fucking died in the goddamn buried alive avalanche. Floyd! Um, So that is all now part of the Mammoth Cave System. Floyd lacked stick-to-itiveness. Yeah. It was discovered... And died for being namby-pamby. It was discovered by a woman named uh, Patricia Crowler who uh, she found it because it's a, like a crazy little they call it the tight spot and she was like the only reason I made it through is because I'm like a hundred pounds I'm a tiny say, woman like a tiny, that's how tiny she fucking lady. fit through sure. so they were like cool this is the first proof that we've like ever been able to do this uh, that they're connected yeah. and so they widened it so that it was easier to come back and forth and as they were widening it behind one of the rocks they found uh, a name etched into the rock <gasps> and it was one of the original explorers from the 1910s so they were like People knew these were connected way back in the day, but fucking Johnny's family covered all of this shit up because oh. they wanted to pretend that the caves were only in their land. Wow. Um, wow. So they actually knew about it for a really long time. Um, so like I said, the cave system's like over 140 miles um, and it continues to grow because there's still parts of it they haven't mapped. It's just a labyrinthian Jesus. underneath. And it's also pretty close to two other really big cave systems. Um, that they think might all be connected. Wow. So there's another cave system that's like 30 miles and another one that's like 120 wow. that they think they may 
all be one giant. So basically just a fucking honeycomb catacomb underneath like Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee area. It's just fucking... I don't know why. Just mole people burrowing down yeah. in there. Well, deep you yetis. know this because deep yetis. I've said it like 15 times. I know. Nobody's listening. Deep yetis. I'm sorry. What? Huh? Just go on with your story. I'm so <laughs> angry. Um, <laughs> so, so obviously, tons of people have died in the caves because it was a dangerous place to be yeah. before they started putting in uh, safety regulations. When they what turned else? it into a national park in 1941, they've put in like safety rails and like <laughs> they paved down the walkways because. People in the 1940s were using the same paths that they like carved into the rock in like the 1840s. The same caves that like Stephen Bishop discovered, the bridge that Stephen Bishop and his friends built. They're still walking over it. Oh my god! So they've shored up the safety precautions a little bit. Less people die. Oh god! Um, But the tour is just like uh, I know. uh, Um, But the tour guides say. Uh, it's definitely haunted. They experience hauntings in the caves all the time. So what's really common for them is that they will, while they're giving the cave tours, they'll have um, like phantom guests on the cave tour oh. because it's been a tourist attraction for such a long time. People so they'll like, it so, so much. they'll like count off. Okay, I'm like I'm a group of 27 or whatever. And then they'll like, this room, that room, they'll go to the next room, uh, count off. Now there's 29 of you. Oh. And they'll be like, Who's that dude in the back? And then it'll just disappear. Nice. Wow. Phantom guests. Phantom guests. They also do this thing where they do a um, they do a, a tour through the caves that's only done by candle and lantern light to sort of try and experience it, what it was like when original tourists first came to the caves, sure. which sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so they do this thing where they take you back through um, and then they ask everyone like, okay, we're going to cover the light so you can see like what pitch black actually fucking looks yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say more times than not when they do it, uh, when they go pitch black, the it's the tour guides. Someone will like bump them or shove them or like grab their arm or something. Oh, and they, they, so now they do this thing where they separate because they separate themselves back. So they're like not part of the group. Right. No one's around them. It's pitch fucking black. They tell people don't move. And then they like turn the lights the light yeah. the candles back up and no one's around them and they're like yeah some like the ghosts come out in the darkness Ooh. and are just like hi hi pokey hey. poke hey so you're what? not doing the best uh tour i've ever this, seen yeah i've seen better not, i used to do better it's not the best um they're one of the guests that they see all the time is when they're in the church uh the cathedral church or the methodist church is the room that that's what they call it um there's Pretty often there will be a family, a, a family of African-American people who sort of show up in old timey clothes and they walk up to the back of the tour group. But they stay back from the rest of the tour group. They don't come up to it um, because when they would do church services down in the caves, it was segregated. So the black people were in the back of the church. Oh. So they like hang back because all the fucking white tourists because yeah. Kentucky. Um and so they stay back from them. And so whenever there's like a black family in the back of the group, they're like, no, those are ghosts. They're Whoa. not real. They're, they're ghosts. not real. Plus, no. You know, they probably don't get a lot of black tourists. Yeah. There's also a, there's also a guy in suspenders and they're not sure who he is, but Ancient he wears like a striped suspenders. shirt and suspenders. Bill Suspenderman. And, and he's showing yeah, Bill Suspenderman. He shows up um, pretty often and he's always kind of in the same room. And... People have tried to be like, it's a shadow. It's a trick of the light or whatever. But they've had multiple. Shadows don't have suspenders, idiot. I, or striped shirts. Yeah. Um, but they will some. So they'll see him. So like I will be on part A of the cave mm-hmm. and see him. And I'll call across the cave. Be like, Melly, 
Billy Suspenders is here and she'll look from the other side of the cave to the rock that he like always comes out and stands on and she'll see him from an entirely different vantage point. Like that's not a fucking shadow. No. You see it from different perspectives. It's a real ghost. It's not a goddamn shadow. A Bill Suspenderman. Bill Suspenderman. Um, There is also a ghost named Melissa. (gasps) I have a ghost! Yeah. Tell me more. So in the 1950s, Melissa was a uh, rich uh, Kentucky lady. Her family had the best rocks. Um, Clearly. And she had a private tutor named Beverly. Bever, B-E-V-E-R-L-E-I-G-H, male name. Beverly. Dude, I thought maybe lesbian romance. No. 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 Dude name. You've been Damn let it. down Dude by name. history. Yeah, Beverly. fuck you, history. Um, So she had a crush on her tutor, but her tutor was just not into it. He was like, sorry, you're not my jam. And mm-hmm. he started courting someone else that he was tutoring. And she said, fuck this noise. So she was like, I'm going to like scare him. I'm going to get back at him. I'm going to play a prank on him. So That'll what, get him to love me. No, get him to love me. I think He'll she see was how just, much I meant to him. I think she was just cranky at him. Sure. Um, So she... She's like, I'm, I'm, do you want a tour of the Mammoth Caves? You're new to town. I'll take you down. So she takes him down. And then when they get down to the Echo. She pushes they, him in the bottomless pit. When they get down to the Echo River, she fucking deuces out. She leaves him down there thinking like, ha, ha, ha. He'll have to like find his way out. Oh, and no. that'll teach him. He doesn't find his way out. Yeah, and doesn't come out. Never oh, came no. out. So then she went back for a couple days and like looked for him, like calling out for him, like looking all around, trying to find oh, him. Beverly. Yeah, does not find him. Then the next year, she gets tuberculosis and dies dies pretty quickly. And on her deathbed, she confesses that she took his ass. I fucking killed that Beverly dude. I left Beverly (laughs) in the cave. Uh, In the cave. So. So she confessed on her deathbed to not killing, but kill by abandonment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Leading him to his death. Yes, exactly. She left the rest up to him. In the caves. So since then, they've when they're down in the Echo River, it they will see a youngish girl, teenage aged girl, um, and you can never kind of really get a good look. Really badly. She does cough, um, but you'll never really get a good look at her. She's always kind of like going around a corner or like at the end of a hallway turning like as if you were trying to follow her say to get out of the cave and sure she but you can't do it um they also hear um it's like a big underground cavern that's water it's echoey obviously mm-hmm. and lots of times they'll be down there like on the boats it's quiet and then they'll hear like hello like a girl's voice calling out and it echoes back through the room oh. she's trying to fucking find him um I've and got she TV I want to share with and you. And she doesn't find him. Um, so Melissa, you dumb bee. Yeah, and she coughs a lot too. <sighs> she like e- echoey coughs because she died of TB. Um, so also Floyd, our good, oh, our good Floyd. buddy, legless Floyd. Um, also he haunts um his part of the cave, the Crystal Cave sort of area. So um. The Crystal Cave now is part of the Mammoth Cave system. It's not part of the part that's accessible to the public, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most of the cave system is not. They're very much like, here, you can see 5% of it because it's really fucking big and dangerous. Cave. Yeah. My cave. And you couldn't make sure everyone got out at night or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's open to if you get a, ver- a permit and you can prove. They let like a couple people in a year and they let like park employees go to do like geology studies mm-hmm. or like further explore and map and stuff like that. But it's not very few people ever go to these other parts of the gotcha. caves. Um, so employees will, when they go down there, which they're like fond of going into that sort of area because the crystal cavern is so beautiful. I say it's real pretty. Um, yeah. So when they go, they will, um, 
oftentimes like on the way into that room they'll leave a bottle of whiskey for Floyd who's a big fan of whiskey oh that's nice but they just kind of guy yeah uh, and they would leave it and then it would be gone the next day they discovered however that if you left whiskey that was not Kentucky whiskey he would knock it off of the rock and it would (laughs) smash (laughs) he literally there's been reports of like it thrown across the room and smashing against the wall and there's also reports of just like I heard a tink like someone like flicked something and then it crashed down to the ground he just it's got to be kentucky Kentucky. or he's not having this out of here i don't like it he's not having it he so he's hanging out there drinking whiskey sounds really fun unfortunately uh they also hear him in the tunnel that they dug into the ground to pull out his dead body um because it's kind of just in the middle of a forest so people will be like hunting or hiking or whatever and they'll just hear someone really faintly yelling help help me I'm trapped. Help me. Oh. Get Johnny. Oh, and thanks. and I'm stuck again. And jo- you're going to stay stuck. Please, no. What do you want me to do about it, buddy? If you can dig me out, that'd be great. Uh, you're buried in a cemetery. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you're not there anymore. I guess you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, so they'll hear oh. people, him yelling, help me, or I'm trapped, or like, get Johnny, or help me, Johnny. And apparently Johnny was Floyd's best friend, and he oh. was sort of helping him in this cave exploring endeavor. He just didn't happen to be down there, there exploring the cave the time that Floyd got stuck. Um, so it's guy. people who don't know this legend. It's people who aren't looking for caves. They're just like in the fucking forest, yeah, you know? Yeah. And they're like, someone's asking for help, and they'll call the police, and they'll be like, oh, that's fucking Floyd. He's just, it's, it's no, fine. it's nothing. It's fine. Backwards Floyd. Like, maybe nothing. that's where, maybe that's where his leg is. That's old Floyd. We've been trying to find his leg since Alt 3. <laughs> um, they also, the ghost of uh, Stephen, Stephen Bishop. Sure. That makes haunts sense. the caves. He loves those caves. He really does. He he's crazy worse? about caves. And he he's like, a, he's a, he does. He is a uh, a jovial ghost. He's a good ghost. Oh. He he's he's nice. He likes to like play little pranks and like scare people, but mm. not in a malicious kind of a way. Okay. So often, uh, oftentimes, um, people have reported to see a an, a black man, a middle aged black man, standing at the entrance to the cave in like old garb, welcoming them to the caves, like telling them where they should go, where the best place, the vantage wow. points are, and stuff. And then they'll walk past him, turn around, fucking not there. Wow. Or they'll be like, oh, the gentleman out front said, to, and they're like, oh, does he look like that? That's Steven. He's a ghost. He's a ghost. That's He's not a, a real person. Yeah. He also. He is nice, though. He also will, if you get separated from your tour group in the cave, which doesn't happen very often because there's tour guides in front and back. Mm-hmm. But it is like two to three tour guides to a group of like a hundred people. So sometimes people do get separated from the group. And if you do, Steven will show up and like help you get back to the group. Oh, that's nice. Because he's a tour guide. That's what he does, man. He's fucking helping out. That's a good ghost. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, He will do this thing where when they're doing the cavern tours, apparently he would, um, when he was doing the cavern tours himself, he would be like, oh, it's creepy darkness spookies or whatever, stuff like that. And then he would sometimes sneak up behind people, like the dicks of the group or whatever, and blow out their candle to freak them out. (laughs) So now he'll like be, they'll be in the middle of the cavern tour and people will just be walking and all of a sudden their candle will like snuff itself out. And they'll be like, oh, Steven thinks you're a dick. He blew your candle (laughs) out. Steven doesn't like you. (laughs) switch your attitude <laughs> he thinks you're a jerky face he's so he's he's like a funny ghost though i, I like think he's stu- he liked it there and he was just happy and he stuck around um people who didn't like it there and stuck around were the ghosts who died in the call them the consumptive cabins consumptive. the tuberculosis like I rock would imagine, rooms yeah yeah so that room um which is now like there's picnic tables and stuff in there um just go have a nice go lunch have a with sandwich and some ghosts. tuberculosis <laughs> exactly yeah. i love um, a sandwich People, and TB. 
<laughs> that's it. That's it. You win the podcast. You win the podcast. That was it. That's, it's all downhill from here, man. Wow. You're welcome. That was incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to turn off my microphone. I'm going to go grab another beer. Top that now. Stop. Um, so they hear coughing in the in that area because of the also if you sit on corpse rock which they don't recommend that you do no but they say you sit on corpse rock it is freezing it uh, is so much colder than any of the other stones in the room and they don't know why right and if you sit there you more often than not will become overtaken by a coughing fit until you stand up and move away from the rock wow. um because tuberculosis ghosts yeah um, trying to infect you with their ghost disease. Yeah, and then, so closing things out, last ghost is a ghost that we don't really know about. They just call him the evil spirit. Oh, God. And apparently he's... he's like a nice guy. Yeah, and apparently he's been there since before uh, Whitey's ever showed up. Whoa. They think he's why the Indians do stout. Why they just oh. fucking left in the middle Whoa. of dinner one day. Oh, there we go. Um, they've had, even when, like, when Stephen was there and he was, like, you know, writing books and talking about the whatever, and he was like, the further down you go, there is uh, an evil presence and you feel it and you sense it and you know it senses you and it doesn't want you there. Um, and it's not, I don't like to hang out in those parts of the cave. I would not um, want to do that either. Yeah. So when they, when the Indians noped out, Mm-hmm. they left it was like a burial place it was like sacred churches all that stuff when they left they also they put a bunch of fucking talismans out that like were to ward off evil yeah like sure. they were like they were like cleansing they were smudging some sage and fucking oh. moving yep. to a new apartment they were over <laughs> it um yeah, so they've also, over the years, they find dead bodies in the cave. Oh. So it's not often. It's not like Okigahara often. Oh, okay. But they, they, and sometimes they're like, this person died five years ago. We don't know how they fucking just died in this cave. And sometimes they're like, this person died a hundred years ago. Whoa. And we've taken, we've been in this area a thousand times and this body was not here before. And now there's a fucking mummified corpse in this room. We don't know where it came from. And the evil spirit the evil will just drag it out. Just yeah. like just pushing him out. It's of just like, fucking spring cleaning. Get this out of my house. Yeah. They're, the explorers, uh, like the, the tour guides now, when they're doing their own like personal time exploring and stuff, they will say that there's, um, the, sometimes when they're out in like the darker parts of the cave, if they're by themselves or in a smaller group, they will, um, they'll feel something like calling to them. Not, not physically, not like out loud, but yeah. they'll feel like something is drawing them towards something. Uh-huh. And that they start to go towards it realize what into doing. like places that they've never been before that maybe are unsafe or they don't know how to get back out of like he's trying to draw you into the darkness of to the deep murder to you. not come back mm-hmm. um they often when they're in those parts of the cave too they'll sometimes just be walking along and someone will like fucking chuck a rock at the back of their head oh that's just somebody trying to get you to come to his cave though yeah. that's not a big deal yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just kentucky rocks yeah. um yeah so there's this crazy evil spirit that's down there um, from ancient times ancient times um, older and, than time <laughs> and then for the very last we're going to go back to Floyd because he's my favorite ghost that's down there oh, of course so there's a story of this woman who was a tour guide and she worked there for many many years and she was walking her way through the parts of the crystal cavern she was there with one other guide and they were just walking you know hiking along spelunking as you do in a cave mm, by themselves um, she tripped and her partner catches her from behind and helps her right herself. And then she looks forward and she sees her partner in front of her. And she said, How the fuck? she turns around, there's no one there. And Aww. she just says, thanks, Floyd. Aww. And turns back and she hears from behind her, you're welcome, ma'am. Oh, Floyd. Floyd. Polite oh. ghost. Oh, he's so sweet. He, he saved her. He stopped her from tripping. 
That's what man. he said. You're welcome. A gentleman. He's a good man. He's like, you don't want to get stuck down here like I yeah, did. You, yeah. yeah, you don't want that fucking don't. evil Trust spirit me, this is, over there. This is bad news. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to my beer. Burr. Sorry, long Burr. story. I really like this cave. Long story. So my beer is from Mammoth Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Like the Mammoth Cave. Mammoth Brewing is actually uh, from Lake Mammoth here in California. Um, and this is called Epic IPA for the most epic of caves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the bottle top has a little bear on it. Bear. Like old uh, Jimmy Dick who Jimmy Dick. chased a bear and originally found the cave. <laughs> all all I ties in. I like the tie-in and I like the beer. So it also has a bear on it. It does. It's cute. Bear. Um, it's pretty good. It's it's uh, it's hopped sweeter. with two pounds of hops per barrel. Really? Yeah. But That's it's, bizarre. It's pretty malty I feel like for an IPA it's, it's also it's a lot sweeter than I was expecting it is definitely not a like mosaic citrus. it's not a pine tree it's no. not a Christmas tree in my mouth it's, it's not my favorite kind of pop my mouth. yeah it smells it has a little piney smell but not much it almost smells sweet it smells yeah. like honey to me yeah it's it's very sweet for an IPA it's good it smells like like I've, I've killed and- like a glass and a half of it at this point because yeah, it's, Melissa's not drinking it. No. Oh no, Melissa's has gone and poured it into my glass now. Yeah, Mine's now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. It's very much not what I was anticipating from no. a California IPA. No, not at all. Um, but maybe it's like a heartier, woody, mountainy IPA. Yeah. It's an, IPA. IPA, it's an IPA that sticks to your ribs. This, this is an IPA for lumberjacks. Cut down a tree, drink a beer, fuck a bear. <sighs> In that order. In Shoot that a bear, order. chase it into a cave. Yeah. Fuck some Indians. Fuck an Indian. Fuck the bear. Get fucked by an evil spirit. Everybody. Throw some rocks. Throw some rocks. Look at my cave. Cave wars. Kentucky. Deep cave Yeti. Wars. Cave wars. Deep Yeti. <laughs> I think I just summed up that portion of the show. Thanks, All Bob. Right. So that's my story. That's Yay. my beer. We're going to take a little break, and then we will be back with more, more. caves. Nah. All caves all the time. Talk, don't talk. I'm confused. I don't know. I'm confused. I couldn't tell what was happening. I don't know what's happening. Ah! I'd, for, I've, I've got blue balls. I've got performance <laughs> blue balls. Do I go? Do I go? Do I go? I had zoomed out too far on the timeline. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was actually moving. There's going to be like a 20 second delay and people are going to be like, we're like, why is it? No, why is there engineer Bob will cut that out because he's an engineer. I'll trim it down. All right. But they will hear all of this garbage. <laughs> All of Technical our, difficulties. All of Sorry, everybody. Welcome okay. back to the second half of the poop cast. Yee-hoo. Oh, wait. Now you have a beer in front of you that you don't want to drink. Yeah, no. so it's Melly Drinks Beer She Hates Part 2. Yep. Uh, this is a whole episode of me hating my life. It's so. a good day for Melly beers. Wait, wait, so what that <gasps> means is I've taken beers. out my phone, yep. and I've now hit record, and, so and I'm waiting to watch her drink, drink this, this beer. beer. Drink it. Drink, drink it, it drink, drink it, 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 that's what I do. Nipple jokes and Shakespeare. Oh, holy shit. A plague on all your Simcoe. <laughs> yeah. You know, Modern Times, I only picked you because of the tie-in. Oh, I don't like you. You though. don't like that flavor, though. <sighs> well, that's too bad. I'm going to well, drink here, this well, other why, beer. Here about, how about this? You've chosen what? a beer you don't like, but why don't you tell us I'm gonna tell a you story, story that ties into it? Yeah, yeah. I, hope, I hope you've chosen the cave you do like. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, well, tell us about this cave. All right. I'm going to dive right in. Dive right in Dive into that cave. Cave diving. Cave diving. diving. 
I'm going to tell y'all the story about the Apache Death Cave. Apache Death Cave? It's death got cave. such a good name. I focused on very much the wrong word at the <laughs> start like, of that. I was like, like Apache, Apache Death Wait, Cave? time out. Death <laughs> That's how fast my brain works, guys. Not very fast That's how today. fast my brain works on three and a half hours of sleep. And one and a half beers. Yeah, and one and a half yeah, beers. And, half beers. Yeah, and salad. The brain doesn't need beer. It just needs to be kept uh, wet. Let's not, re- let's not forget, we did have barbecue chicken oh, with that salad. Oh, so good. Barbecue yeah. chicken barbecue sandwich. Which is yeah. so good. Yeah. I cook um, for everybody before we do this. So, the Apache Death Cave. Yeah, full of lo- death. Located on the old Route 66 in Winslow, Arizona. Winslow. Winslow, Arizona. Close-ish? A question mark to Flagstaff? Don't really know. Didn't really look. It's in the Arizona part of Arizona. That's right. So um, It's in the part that's really hot and unlivable, and I don't know why people live there. Oh. Hi, family. Hi, family that lives there. <laughs> So, Hi, listener Anna. So, Anna, um, this is your task. Should you choose to accept it, you need to go to Winslow and go to the Apache Death Camp. Oh, I think she would accept it. She likes death camps. Okay, go. Na- death camps. Death camps, not death camps. We are Holy not shit. Nazi Germany. <laughs> we are in the southwestern part of the United States. She's, she's passionate death about cave, uh, genocide. Cave, that's on her like dating profile. Yeah. Passionate about that. Right on her Tinder. She enjoys long walks on the beach, and fireside I, chats, and she's passionate about death, death camps. camps. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, Swipe right. <laughs> for death camps. Swipe right for, for death, death camps. camps. I want to put that on a shirt. Swipe no, left. I'm not. Swipe left. Swipe left. If you don't, don't do the death camp. This has been a unfortunate racism episode. Yeah. And it's going to continue. A, this has been I a think. racism is unfortunate episode yep a so, white imperialist guilt episode well this one actually there there's no there <clears throat> yes and no so yeah. i'm sure we were really nice to the apache indians that i assume lived in their death cave so this camp. is this is uh this is actually a tale of indian on indian crime Oh, no. Yes. Brown on brown crime. This is going to be one of these. So, um, hot of Indian on Indian action. <laughs> That's a very different category. That is no, no, but it is hot. It is hot. Oh, so that worked on a couple. That was a good pun <laughs> on a couple <laughs> levels. But you know the story, Vanessa. He's got to defend yeah. himself. He's like, that was a good pun. That was, that was a good You are not appreciating my you, joke. You just think I'm a wife, racist. You laugh at my joke. <laughs> wife, hurry up and tell your story so people will tell, tell your joke. story so they'll know how funny my joke was. <laughs> So, We're going to circle back around to the joke. I bet you a nickel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Apache Death Cave in Winslow, Arizona, was the site of a brutal, brutal massacre that left 42 Apache Indians dead in a town cursed. Okay, so not a, and like, also mildly haunted. brutal. Cursed and haunted. Cursed and haunted. Those are the worst kinds, man. They are. Yeah. Um, they doubled down on that, man. Yeah, yeah. they did. So in 1878, a group of Apache raiders attacked a community of Navajo Indians near the Little Colorado River, and nearly every man, woman, and child of this Navajo tribe, save for three young girls who were uh, kept uh, taken as prisoners, were killed. Oh no! So during the I 18- don't know what's better: dying horribly in a bloody massacre, or, or, or watching everyone die in a horrible bloody massacre and being kept as let's assume a sex slave. Uh, I don't know much about the Apache. Were they girls? big into that, or were they just like? So they were the the I guess at this time the Apache and the Navajo were warring. I don't know what they were warring over. So much war. Yeah. But uh, they were warring. We make better houses out of dirt. No, we make no, better we houses do. out of dirt. And I'm sure it was more like that's my field to hunt hunt in. No, yeah. that's my field to hunt in. Uh, Native Americans haunted. did not believe in land ownership. I don't believe. Oh, ever the land was everyone. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So there was you, not a land. It was not a. You could paint with all the colors of the wind. Yeah. You can't own the land. Yeah, that's right. I don't. I forgot. Okay, Pocahontas. So sorry, Pocahontas. <laughs> I forgot all the lessons that racist Walt Disney taught me. 
<laughs> Racism is bad, number one. Um, so when the Navajo he leaders... He did not teach me that. He no. would not teach anyone that. No, no. he would not. So when the Navajo leaders learned of the massacre, they sent out a band of 25 warriors to avenge the deaths of the people in this community. Like a death band? Yeah. It was okay. like a bunch of people with like sick axes, because I'm thinking a death metal band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Rad some sides yeah. and some like battle axes, double-sided battle axes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Face in that paint. scene from Mad, Mad Max. Mead Miax. Oh, yeah. Miax. From Mead Miax. Where like they have like the giant car, the truck. Pay the Mianis Miani. So we're Russian just like uh, crazy blinds dude just playing just, just playing, playing double air guitar. Guitar. Yeah, that's that's actually what I'm imagining yeah. this uh, looked like as they just ride out yeah so the the Navajo tracked the Apache across the land um, and then they couldn't find anything um, when another community was attacked they're like what the fuck is going on so they sent out another group of scouts two scouts eventually stumbled across the location of the Apache in the most I, I like to say kind of Interesting of circumstances. They were taking a dump. No, they weren't. They were just standing around. (laughs) So the scouts were standing around talking, being like, WTF, where the fuck are, you know, these these Apache, when all of a sudden smoke comes up from the ground. They're like, what the fuck? Like, they're they're The ground is smoking. Well, they're blasted by, like, this hot air, and they're like, what the, what the fuck? So they, like, Yeah, they were, like, getting in on that day. The Apaches had created a fart cannon. Yes, fart cannon. No, so (laughs) they were like, "What, what the hell is this? And they realized... Oh shit! This hot air is actually from an underground campfire in, in your a butt. cave underneath them. So they discovered the Apache had kind of um, built these, or located, or found these underground caves. Um, that that's how they would get from community to community, and that's why none of the Navajo trackers could find them. Oh, is because they were underground tunnels and oh. murder tunnels, and the caves were so large that their horses and like all of these men could fit. Oh, underneath. So the so entire they, war party would go into these caves and then yeah, like pop up. Yeah, and then up. like travel and then pop yeah. up, attack, 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 hide back underneath. Is that as cool as the Mexican drug tunnel that you could drive a motorcycle through? I, mean, uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. You could put a whole bunch of horses down. Like, no, I feel like horses through a tunnel probably cooler. Than a yeah, but bike. I prefer thinking of like a fat mustachioed man on a motorcycle. Think of a oh, fat I'm mustachioed thinking of a, Native I'm American. thinking of a bunch of like war paints, paint. like feathers in the wind. Yeah, but but the holding like murder. tomahawks. Yeah, but fat mustachio makes me laugh more. <laughs> So, um, I would get out of either tunnel. Oh uh, yeah, I, uh, look, I yeah. would clear the way. So you see either one of that those shits coming yeah. at you, you, you just turn around, hugging the wall, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just go, I nothing to see here. I am making myself flat. Yeah, I'm invisible. I am not here. You did not see me. Um, so I am the shadows. <laughs> so the the two scouts went back to the Navajo leaders and said, "Found him. These They're dicks in these are in a bunch of caves. caves." So they got another band of Navajo. In, um, warriors to find them so what they did was they snuck up from behind the two scouts that were or sorry the um the guards essentially that were at the mouth of the cave okay sentries, sentries as it were yes mm-hmm. so they came up murdered them murder murdered um tomahawk to the face yeah i face don't know hawk. how they were killed but That's what the I got two at the door the yeah two they were face hawked at the mouth of the cave had face hawk faces <laughs> uh after that point yeah. then the navajo 
gathered up all of the dry brush and wood from the canyon floor that they could find. Oh, smoke them out. Lit a fire at the entrance of the cave. They're like, we found you, motherfuckers. Wait, isn't there three of their brethren in there? Three kidnapped girls? Oh, please. I'll get to that. <laughs> Sorry. Part. She's getting there. I'm Little there. girl barbecue. <laughs> I'm getting there. So they To lit- go with our delicious lunch of barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. They lit a you fire. You think it was chicken. It was actually... Little Wait. Indian girl. She tasted great. I can't complain <laughs> not, not about this in, Indian girl. Cover her in barbecue sauce. Yeah. She was tender. <laughs> tender and delicious. Slow cook her for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> you I am, are a bad person. I have graduated from nipple, vag- nipple belt jokes. Nipple vaginas. Nipple vaginas. <laughs> I want you to graduate to nipple vaginas. Beer's good. Guys, I should sleep more. <laughs> this is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> D Day? Nipple vaginas. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, live in infamy. Yeah. That was the. Uh, this is V Day. Nipple yeah. vagina yeah. day. Sorry, not V <laughs> vagina. <laughs> <laughs> this is our own V Day. And, and, and V Day. July 31st is now our own V Day. <laughs> vagina Day. Holy shit. Thank you, Bob. Anytime, guys. Anytime. All right. So That's why we keep you around. Well, I know I was here for something. So realizing what was happening um, and that they were most likely fucked. Um, the, so this is a one-way cave. They can't is, just like yeah. back entrance of the cave. Yeah, they can't because they haven't like dug up or anything like that. So there's only one way in. So I think at this point what they were doing is they were just hiding. Because they knew the Navajo gotcha. were after them. So, so they, they were, were waiting for, like, basically the heat to come off, you know, gotcha, like, when gotcha. you're... Gotcha, They were waiting for the police to leave and lift the roadblock so that they could go they could cross state lines. Exactly. Gotcha. They exactly like gotcha. that. So what they did was um, they realized they were kind of fucked. They're like, all right, well, how do we... What's our best chance of survival? So they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to kill our horses. So they slit the throat of all their what horses. What the horses do? No, no, no. And then they used the corpses to Mr. basically... Ed. Build up a wall. A so wall smoke, of dead horses? So the smoke couldn't get in. I so bet that, that smelled so good. Them. Smoke towards That me. was their idea. Yeah. Their idea was, okay, well, when that fire is, when it goes out, we won't be dead because the horses have, will have built up a barrier. So then that way, they're dead. They're fine. We're fine on the other side. But the smoke won't get through and penetrate through. That was the idea. And we'll have um, cre- created a delicious wall. A delicious a smoked mm-hmm. wall. Yeah. Horses. And low then, and slow. But then they also used the, the water that they had to try to put out the fires as well. So they killed okay. the horses, built up a wall, used the water that they had to try to put out the fire. And then in a sense to buy themselves some time, hoping the Navajo will just go away. Yeah, um, I bet they wouldn't. Why so, would they go away? That would be my suspicion. They're invested at this or, point. Or it's like the fire well, dies down. They're like, oh, they made a, they made a horse no, no, no. wall. That's weird. Well, no. I guess we're done. Yep. Well, they think, well, they built it at the... They turned the into horses. The, yeah. You win. They <laughs> built a fire at the entrance of the cave, and then they had the horses on the inside. So I'm thinking their thought was like, well, if nobody comes out, the Navajo are going to think, well, they're gone already. And then they'll leave. So you think then, they won't investigate and come into horse cavern? But the problem is there's a fire. They're not going to walk through a oh, fire. Who wants the fires out? I'm pretty sure I'm they... I'm poking f- holes in their logic. You are, but um, that's my guess. It, look, this was early native life. This is a long time ago. They didn't have I science. Know. Look, I don't know what I would do if I was trying to smoke someone out of a cave and they built a wall out of horses. I don't yeah. know how I would react in I'd that situation. Like, yeah. okay. It's not something I've ever faced in my life. So one Apache... Um, happened to escape and begged the Navajo for mercy. Now, per Navajo tradition, um, they are willing to consider forgiveness. They're willing to forgive you, um, provided that you pay goods and stock to the tribe. So basically, it's like you give us, you know, food. Oh, you pay your way out of jail. Exactly. Yeah. And then we'll forgive you. We'll let you go and we will leave you, you alone. You stole three daughters. 
you've killed a bunch of people. So, yeah, how much is a woman worth? But like, if you can give so us a couple were like, of nickels. So they were like, oh, do this. So this shells. They were yeah. like, okay, so pretty. You, the Apache. We will, con- we will pretend this never happened. If you go, but hey, while you're going to get the supplies and the food and stuff, um, what what happened to those uh, those girls? Are they are they with you? And when the Apache hesitated, they realized those motherfuckers killed them already. So they got oh. pissed. So they were just like seeing red. They were just, like yeah. blood. Their blood. Yeah. So they were like their no. blood boiled. They're like, they nope said, on you. And they took their guns, shot them into. Guns? Yeah, because they had, gu- this was 1878. They had guns. Yeah. Right. So they took things. their guns, they shot into the. Horse um, wall. Horse wall. Horse wall, not good at stopping and bullets. And then lit an even bigger fire. Oh. Because they're like. The ho- these horses you. did nothing. The horses they did nothing. They slowed them down. They got, they got, their throats slit. They were riddled with bullets. So they... They were just doing their horse job! Soon, the Navajo that were at the mouth of the cave started hearing the Apache death songs. They realized, oh, these fuckers realize they're dead. So, and they realize that they're dead. So what the Apache started to do was their traditional death song. So like, this is the song that we're going to die so that we can go to... Exactly, wherever. And I bet the Navajo were like, nah, dude, no fucking death song for you. Yeah, they're just... More horse bullets. Yeah. Horse bullets. So they sat there and they waited until the songs died down until the Apache died out. Then they walked into the cave. They moved. They removed the now completely charred bodies of all the horses and mm. found 42 um, dead Apaches who had suffocated from all the smoke. Yeah. Um, oh. And no Navajo girls. No, they were they were taken elsewhere and yeah. they were already dead. Oh. Um, Why take them to murder them later? That just seems like... Just murder them then. So I don't know. you're in the middle of a murder spree, just murder everyone at once. Maybe it's like a whole Pulp Fiction thing where they accidentally kill them. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, Blew their head off in the back of the car. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It happens. I know how it goes. Happens. Maybe it one happens. of them fell off the horse. That is a story I can relate to. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Look, horse walls, not so much. Accidentally murdering someone in a car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so the Navajo went back in. They um, stripped all the valuables off the dead warriors. Yeah, they stripped and them just dead. left them there mm-hmm. and said, peace, we're done. And then from that did moment on. Did they eat on, any of the tasty smoked horse meat? They did not. Um, and then from that moment some on, quality jerky, the Apache jerky in there. So once that happened, the Apache never went back in that cave again, and they never raided not. another Navajo um, tribe or group again. Like these Navajo oh, don't give a fuck. That was it. So Navajo successful. They in were their, successful in yeah. this mini like beef I with mean, the Apache. At this point, best case scenario for them. Yeah, yeah everything worked they out. They were like, well, communities were slaughtered, but we won. Um, because we look water murdered. under the bridge, we can't bring those people back to life. They're nope. already dead. We yep. horribly murdered forty-two of these people um, by suffocating them. Yeah, but they horribly, Horse-walled. brutally attacked. Yeah, yeah, man. Eye for an eye. I'm all about that. You're all about that. In this scenario, it makes the whole world blind, don't you know? What? <laughs> um. So the from 1878 until about 1920. Um. <laughs> When a local white dipshit uh, named so, at this point, Sir Sir Dipping Shittington. Yeah. So at this point, <laughs> Dipping after, Shittington. Yes. So after the Apache left and the Navajo, like the local Apache, when the white man started coming in, they go- they said, "No, you need to stay away from this <laughs> land. It's cursed. You don't want to be here. It's full of charred ho- horse bodies, and, horse bones, and um, and dead people bones. It's horse bone cavern. It's horse dead. It's horse human bone cavern. Yeah, H H cavern. It's the boneyard. The bo- <laughs> hey oh, 
That's the name of the bar that's on there now. So uh, I'm like almost crying about Dipley Shittington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like still laughing about it. I'm so, so sorry. They tried to warn Dipley Shittington. Um, and he goes, it's superstition. You are dumb. Yeah. I am pale face. I am better. I than know you. all about yeah, that. You exactly. I know more I'm than good. you. I'm good. So look, um, the Shittington family didn't look, get to this level of success so, by listening to Indians. By, by listening right? to a bunch of superstitious natives. So um, Dipley Shittington actually named Harry Miller and his wife decided, you know what would be a good thing? We're going to build a roadside attraction right here where all these people died. Oh, we're just going to the famous Shittington death cave. Yeah, it's going to be a roadside <laughs> attraction out of the cave uh, with a trading post and a zoo. Oh, a zoo. A and zoo. A zoo. Tell me there were horses of, of, yeah, in the zoo. Zombie horses. Tell me there were horses in the zoo. I only know of a couple animals. I don't know if there were horses. Oh, oh, damn I it. can confirm there were a couple other animals. Ponies petting zoo. I'm, I'm going to say sure. there. You know what? There probably were. So um, the the skulls. So they were like, we're going to make this, this cave into an attraction. So they went into the cave and they removed the skulls of the Apache who were still in the fucking cave. No, they didn't. Navajo left them. So they oh, sold. Oh, because they were like, we don't want that fucking cursed land anymore. Yeah. So they so were they like, went back in, they away fu- They fucked with the bodies. They fucked with the bodies. They went no, in. No, son. You don't sold, do that, man. Sold the skulls to tourists because that's well, what you do. That's a finite resource. And then they took the um, <laughs> bones, like the rest of the body bones, and sold them to bone dealers because apparently that was a thing back in the 1920s as people dealt in bones. It was. That's what H.H. H. Holmes would do. He would murder all those people in the goddamn right. hotel and then sell their skeletons to, to like, medical schools peoples. and stuff. Yeah. He was like a bone oh. seller. So, yeah, they sold the finite, limited, 42. It's a limited yeah. edition skull. Yeah. Lim- yeah. <laughs> that is not a renewable resource, <laughs> man. A limited edition. Yeah. Think about it. You can it's get a small so much run. Money. It's a small batch Little skull. Small, small batch, batch skulls. Only 42 small ever made. Skulls. Holy shit. 42 ever made. You better oh. hurry up and get your skull now. Get so, each, each one is numbered skulls. and autographed <laughs> by the ghost. Oh. They got to wait in line for it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then a stone house was built directly over the cave. Uh-oh. Um, on top of the cave. Yeah. Where the ground was smoky before. Yeah. And, you know, people and horses were murdered. Cool. Um, so trouble. So they have like a death basement. Yeah. So um, big shocker. Uh, trouble soon began. Sure. For the Miller family afterwards. I can't believe they sold the fucking skulls, man. They Not sold great. the bones and the skulls. God. They went in and cleaned it out because you can't lead tourists into your roadside attraction when there are fucking skeletons in there. Why no, not? No, no. Isn't your roadside attraction that people died here? Or is it... No. Because your roadside attraction is not hole in the ground. I think it's just like, well, here's a fun cave. Because apparently caves were big tourist attractions. Yeah, as we've, as we've come time. to find out. In Kentucky, okay. in Arizona, if you're yeah. a shit person who lives in shit parts of the country, you like caves. There you have yeah, it. Yeah. Spoken. True. You, you, you can't true. argue. True. Um... <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Miller, I wrote down Douche Magoo as okay. his name. Um, I'm going to go with Dipley Shittington. I like yeah. Dipley Shittington. Me too. Uh, he pretty much be- uh, immediately became embroiled in a land dispute with the person who was originally given the land by the government. Cool. Um, and that dispute led to uh, Shittington and it- murdering this man. And Whoa. at this point, the Indians had just like fucking walked away from they the land. They walked away from the land. Okay. Well, they don't want to have anything to do with they, this shit. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure under duress, but yeah. have walked away from yeah. the land. Yeah. yeah. They were most likely told by the government, bye bye. Yeah. The they were like, GTFO, we yeah. sold your land. It's not your land anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not, not your land anymore. Yeah. This is our land. And then they're like, cool, Look, but before you go, you probably, it's cursed haunted. And they're like, middle finger. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, you know what? We do think we own whatever land we land on. It's called manifest destiny, motherfuckers. Yeah. 
Um, That's our destiny. It is. To, to manifest. To manifest. In other people's homes. And this haunted shit. Um, so Miller uh, Shittington murdered the guy that he was leasing the land from. But don't well, worry. That is one way to get rid of legal troubles. Yeah. He was acquitted, believe it or not, wow. of the murder. Um, was sent back to... He was acquitted? Yeah. They put him on trial. Yep. God damn you, Arizona. And he was and acquitted. And they said, no you proof? You didn't do it. No proof or something. Okay. I don't know what it was. It just said that he was acquitted. I guess there's nobody living there at the time. They're like, cool. you can't prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. It was a guy in the you night. You know what happened? He boiled down his body, sold the skull. There was no body. Yeah. No crime. True. I solved it. Done. True now. It. Put it on the internet. Done. Blam. Wikipedia I want a updated. gavel. I do want a gavel. Yeah. Ka-chong. 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 Now Ka-chong. there were 43 skulls. <laughs> Still limited edition. Um, so he was acquitted, went back to his zoo roadside attraction where he was almost murdered by the animals that he kept in his zoo. Oh, I bet this the, man has got a curse upon him. I bet the horses were like, we smell dead brethren. Nah, yeah. dude. Nah, dude. So Horse face. A mountain <laughs> lion uh, mauled him. Almost mauled him to death. Whoa. Wait, he had a mountain lion in the zoo? Yeah. Why not? There was a mountain lion in the zoo that almost mauled him. And then a Gila monster. He had one of those. Two. He had a Gila monster? He had a Gila monster. Wow. This was a significant zoo. And his arm was so small. It's poisony. Yeah, yeah. For six months. Like, poison-y. he couldn't do anything. Murr. And then after that, like, so after the mountain lion attack, after the Gila monster, after the land dispute, and then after the ghosts, which I'm going to talk about in a second, Dude noped out like middle of the night, went to New Mexico. Which Hell is yeah. like, I'm done. He was yeah. like, I'm done with you, desert landscape. Yeah, I'm moving to a different desert, desert landscape. landscape. One that is that is more thinner. deserty. Yeah, w- less thinner less Apache go- dead. Yeah, less smart. Ghosties. So less angry mountain lions. Yeah. So um, it's a burpy episode. This is so burpy. <laughs> so burpy. Oh man. So we are we are protecting you from most yeah, of it. I, I've had to move episode. away from this microphone about fifty times He's this episode. episode. Unbelievable. So the the people so with the roadside attraction and being on the you know, roots old Route sixty six, there was like a small little town that mm-hmm. kind of popped up. Um the people who settled in this town started experiencing things of the paranormal. So villagers would see ghosts just walking around town. Um, and like then, Indian ghosts? Mm-hmm. Horse ghosts? Not horse. Well, you will hear the horse, but you will never see the horse. Okay. But you will see like a Native yeah. American man walking around. You will smell delicious town. horse. Um, they, people would hear footsteps outside of their doors. Like people were walking around. Because this whole town was built in or around where people, you know, like where all these people were murdered. So it was like the ghosts coming out, hanging out. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. Um, just and taking then, a walk. And yeah. then as people We're were taking a walk, they would hear screams moaning horse crying from the mouth of the cave oh no poor horses yeah so the they would, didn't do anything they yeah didn't. they didn't they do they literally job. did nothing yeah carrying around the war party um yeah so the native americans all murdering horses they're just no, showing up to work yeah. Yeah. So, hey john hey earl clock in yeah so a lot <laughs> of the people started realizing you know what maybe these old superstitions that the you know apache were telling us were not that's that's true. It's not like, BS. This this land is cursed. This land is haunted. I am hearing things. I am seeing things. Yeah. I'm noping out. So a lot of the town, whenever the stuff started happening, they just left. Gotcha. They went so like six out. month lease, and then exactly yeah. then they left. It was all. We'll keep you month to month. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. We yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> so the people who remained, um, they were like, ah, f these ghosts. No, they started having more of the curse stuff happening to them. Most oh. of their homes would just mysteriously burn down. Oh, my God. You know, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if their homes just burst into flames. They did. 
Um, or That's crazy. Or, also, shitty construction. Yeah. Before yeah. fire loss. And or yeah. people had It was also murdered. very dry and hot yeah. in the desert. And yeah, people, you live in the center of the sun. Hey, so. good job, dummy. Now your house is on fire. <laughs> Idiot. Do you um, know what you don't have a lot of to put that out with? Water. Water. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and then also people would be murdered. And then it was like they had no idea who did it. It was almost like a ghost. Ghost murder? Had come in and would murder people. Ghost that murder? In the town. So eventually... Everybody left. And now there is a very, is a shell of a town that you can still visit today. Would you call it a ghost, ghost town? town? <laughs> yes, I would. So with, with nobody in it, though. Nobody's there. Dang. Like right now, you just have like stone walls, you know, that are up there. Like you can still go visit like it today. Burnt husks of a house. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but you could see kind of where they attempted construction and stuff. And the cave, Avi, still there. Um, they don't do tours or anything like that, but d- daring souls do walk into at least the mouth of the cave is it like public lands now or does someone own all of yeah, that someone owns and guess who owns it you ready dipley shitting jr russell crow what really russell, fucking russell crow b- bought the land in 2011 because he was filming maybe filming a um i think it was like a westworld thing mm-hmm. i think i read westworld um but there was like some old timey like 1870s sort of thing that he was filming or wanted to possibly film on that land so he bought it so russell crowe currently owns the land but you can i you know obviously trespass um there's a little there's a freeway exit to it's called two guns because that's what they named the area was two guns so you can go and you can take a look people do venture down in the caves but it is cursed it is haunted if you go in does the curse follow you uh, I haven't. And a ghost will follow you home. home. The ghost of Russell Crowe's yeah. career. Yeah. Wow. Why do you think he's having so much troubles? Because he bought the cursed land. Because he bought the cursed land. land. No, he thought if the ghost attacked him, he'd just throw a phone at them. <laughs> just, just whip a phone. We're trying to work a phone joke in the whole there time. <laughs> Got it. There it was. Um, Took me a while to find it. So yeah, you just have to be aware of the fact that the curse may follow you. A lot of people get sick. A lot of people have bad things happen to them after they go to the the caves. They don't recommend you go on the caves because it's fucking cursed and yeah. haunted. And it's um, all Apache, Apache ghosts. Is, yeah. Wow. So that's the that's story. No like um, which brings me to my beer, which is Modern Times' Blazing World. <laughs> Because I'm an asshole. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you how big of an asshole I am. I was like, what we should do. It, uh, Modern Times also has a uh, beer called Oneida. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you should take Blazing World and then pour half of that and then pour half Oneida, Oneida. in. So it's like Indians on fire. And I went, no, Bob, that's really mean. And, and also it also would probably not taste good. Wrong Indian. That's yeah. also true. Wrong part of the continent. Yeah, Oneida's other side. Yeah, and then Oneida became a utopian society, and now they make silverware. Look, Whitey doesn't know the difference, okay? I don't know shit. <laughs> look, I am a white man. I look, I, I am I white, know. so I don't have to know anything. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, Blazing World is by Modern Times out of San Diego. An um, excellent brewery. An yeah. excellent, excellent brewery. But I feel like friends and husband, did Which you is not why this like beer this is beer? so peculiar. I don't know. Um, they I don't know it. if I like it. I know. Bob and I were at Sips before we came back to the podcast and we were just like i don't know if i like it i like it one sip and then i put it down and then i don't like it and then i like it again we think what it is is you got to drink it quick yeah if you let too much time your palate readjusts yeah and it gets all malty but if you drink it quick sip after sip after sip 
the IPA hoppiness sticks with yeah, you. Yeah, because like True the first story. the first sip, I'm like, this is real ambery, but it's got a weird aftertaste. I don't know if I like it. It smells Second. crazy hoppy. Yeah. It smells great. It so, smells. It has that nice pine tree smell. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, um, but then you take a second sip and you go, oh, this tastes more like what I think it's going to. And then you sit down and you talk for a bit and you pick it up and you're like, there's that weird amber yeah. malty thing again. I don't so know if I like So it's made with Nelson Simcoe Mosaic hops. It's got yeah. 85 eboos. Um, it doesn't and then taste like 85 eboos, It does though. not taste like 85 eboos. It the tastes malts, like 60 eboos. Yeah. The malts used are two-row Munich Midnight Wheat. Yep. Um, two-row, two guns. Another they nice say... Tie-in. The beer, this beer is the stickiest of the icky. This beer I, is vegan. I, I don't it's agree with It's a blast wave of dankness. I don't agree with that either. It's a luxuriously hoppy amber nah. loaded uh, with intemperate quantities of Nelson Savine, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops, which are some of the fruitiest, most pungent hops sweet, sweet money can buy. Despite its amber hue, Blazing World is a it pleasingly is dry. Cutie. Yeah, it is. Sporting a lightly bready malt backbone that serves as a platform for the huge and complex hop profile. I will say it is less ambery in color than the Epic, yeah. which we just had. It is yeah. less having poured both of them into a glass. Yeah. It's, it is it is amber for an IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as I, someone who enjoys beer from modern times, and yeah, me too. they have delicious IPAs at modern times, I would definitely not call this beer dank. No. From their offerings. You should take a we, sip of the beer that I've been drinking instead of this beer and then try it after. Like, take a sip of the Saison, then try the Modern I'll Times. I'll do it. I'll do it. Wait, wait, wait. Water. Yeah. Water first. Because um, it isn't as disgusting as it was. The the, the Fortunate water. Islands, I thought, was a lot stronger in the hop profile uh, than the Blazing Worlds is. So, I don't know. It's a little... And now take a sip of okay, the Modern Times. Yeah, that had, tastes like peachy peachiness. She's had the peachiness. Now she's going to have the Modern Times beer. She's sipping. She's placing it down. It's like... She's making a face. Oh, that's not good. That wasn't good. That's not good. I don't recommend that. Oh, see. I was like, oh, good. it makes it All right, slightly... let, let me try it that's now. That's not good. Because that is sweet af- compared to the malty hoppiness. That's totally fine. Yeah, that's that good. That Saison's totally fine. That's totally fine. Now go back to that. It's like when we took the Arizona beers, you had to pour them together. See, for me, right? I was like, oh, it's Not the only way that that's drinkable for me. Eh, I wouldn't do that. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, my Not palate good. is different than theirs, but yeah. that is Modern Times' is Blazing World and the Apache Death Cave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I can't yeah. tell if I like this Blazing World I don't or think not. you like it. I think if you're, if you're questioning if you like it, that I don't, means you well, don't. I, I'll say this. I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. I'm yeah. not not going to finish the beer. Yeah, same I will here. finish yours. It's hell it's, yeah, good. It's I'm not. fine, but it's not any of the like, like another Modern Times beer or yeah. another uh, excellent San Diego craft IPA. Yeah. I'd be like, oh man, that fucking Stone Tangerine Express. I'm about that. Yeah, that's in cans I'm, now. Go I'm, get that. Kid. I know. I almost bought it for us at the oh. today. <laughs> I was like, I bring it to your mom a present. Oh, that would be a present. Um, yeah, it's not not my favorite. I don't dislike it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused about it. Yeah, I, I think find it. It's confused. I find my mouth confused by yeah. it. Um, so I guess my part of the show. So hey, Bob. Uh, I really like Apache Death Caves. Like I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. I, the name is great. It's Death Caves, uh, man. Death cave. It's called a Death Cave Horse Barbecue. But this beer is confusing the shit out of me. Yeah, it's weird. Um, beer. It and weird I really beer. like that IPA epic. And I also like I, I like the story of like the happy guys that's taking people around I the caves and like playing pranks on them as ghosts and stuff. I gotta give it to Vanessa this week. Oh yeah, All right. yeah. I it's been a while since I won. It's been yeah. a while since anybody's won, Bob. <laughs> 
Hey, get over it. You won last week. I get one thing to do on this show, and I will do it as I see fit. Until we fire you. Yeah, that's yep. true, too. Yeah, you're uh, learning how to do audio stuff. Yeah, you don't need yeah, it anymore. Vanessa, get real good at that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for listening to our wonderful podcast. Yeah. Woo. Woo. If uh, you enjoy the show, please contact us at boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. Send us hey, an email. Hey, man. Yeah. Wait, and the, the, the and plugs are our, do- our job. Why are you plugging? He's, you know what? He kind of always plugs for us. That's I'm true. Not gonna Thank lie. you, babe. Uh, we're all us. It's the royal us. Yeah. Um, yeah. We still haven't got emails from, I think there's three of you out there who gave us iTunes reviews. Thank you very Thank much. You. We appreciate, appreciate you. Um, send us a note. Booze and Bruce podcast at gmail.com. Just got, send us a little line. You got telegrams. Yo, dude, this was me. Uh, we'll send you a little gift. A little yep. thank you note. We appreciate you. We want you to know that we, uh, we're, we're we happy. We love you and we love telegrams. And yeah. if you want to submit your you. own review, please do and let us know that you did so and we will send you a gift. Yeah. Yeah, write your own, man. Spoiler alert. Gift is Teddy Grams. Yeah. But they're fun Teddy Grams. They're fun. They're personalized. Yeah. They may or I'm may not, not going to tell you everything about it, but you're going to like it. I know. I will say, I have been drawing nipples on them recently. Yeah, you have. And so. they do taste good. Nipplegate. Nipplegate. <laughs> and they're delicious. Teddy Grams are delicious. Teddy Grams are. And we're also on all of your favorite social media platforms. Yes. So Burp.com. Burp.com. <laughs> we are booze on, and booze at burp.com. We are on Facebook at yep. Booze and Brews. Yep. We are on Twitter at Booze and Brews. And we're on Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. That's right. We're available on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're Great everywhere. review. Subscribe. Please, 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 please. It please. really helps us out. We do send free gifts. It's not BS. It's a real thing. Yeah. yeah ask the people who have, you know, already sent us their information yeah, they will tell you yeah listener Aaron posted the photo of the free car we sent that's her. right yeah, we did send her we a free car free cars so you know we we do things. you reach we out give we'll, back we'll give you shout outs man we give back yeah, we love you the people who because love us because you probably we're, think we're all we're right. limited batch at this point you yeah, know we are so anyway please uh rate review subscribe um please keep listening and next week we will be back we are going to talk about something yeah we'll talk about uh booze and we'll and talk about Bruce. Bruce. yeah and um and we will see you guys then yep Until bye then. Cheers. Cheers.